Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Got tickets that we're going to give away today for the Cancer Sucks concert that's happening Saturday, November 30th at the Canes Ballroom with Puddle of Mud. Tickets available at canesballroom.com. We got listener emails. We've got to tell the truth. And a last chance today to get signed up. I'm sorry, tomorrow to get signed up to be hanging out in the studio with us for Free Food Friday. Mike from Andalini's will drop off some food. You get to see the wheel live. Sign-up deadline is tomorrow at 5 p.m. So contest page at KMOD.com. Look for that. Thanks to everybody that came out yesterday. Matt and Nate, a bunch of other people that came out and got haircuts yesterday at Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. We appreciate that. It was fun. Hell yeah! Packed the whole time. People yeah. sign up to get tool tickets. And the name we pulled was... Branson. 
Branson Allshaus was his name. Right on. So congratulations. Yeah. He got a pair of tickets just for coming out. So he'll be going to Tool tonight over at the BOK Center. Got a fresh haircut, and then he gets to go see the Tool concert. Right. Feeling confident, AF. Looking good. Yes. I am getting old. I, this, this, that's not a news flash. <laughs> and, and so, uh, like yesterday, I was listening to one of my wife's songs that's in our music library, and I had to ask her what it meant. Now, my wife isn't, like, super younger than me. She's only seven years younger than me. Mm. No. Six years younger than Ten. Ish. Hold on. Carry the one. Seven years. Seven years younger than me. I was right. <laughs> what? At least I have a wife. Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. I used to. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the I had to ask her what this meant. She had to explain it to me. And then I see this, and I'm like, why are they changing things? <laughs> There's no need to change things. They've changed how the alphabet is saying. Um, it's not the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I'm sorry? It's the same tune as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. The alphabet song is the same tune as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It's the same tune. I mean, that's the start, yeah. How I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high. So when you do the whole alphabet, it's in the same it's the same okay. tune. Same same cadence of sorts, yeah. Yeah, it's the okay. same tune. Go go ahead and try and sing the ABCs to Twinkle Twinkle. A B C D E F G H I J. You're not singing it like you just did. <laughs> well when you okay, when you learn it in school, when you sing the alphabet song, mm-hmm. that's the tune. It's the same thing. I I've never heard this. That's why I'm asking you to explain. Yeah. Uh, Gimpy, did, when you were growing up, did you did they oh. not teach you the alphabet song? They taught us the alphabet song, but didn't make any correlation to Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Yeah, usually you learn the alphabet song first. I didn't learn Twinkle, Twinkle first. The alphabet, okay, I mean, it just autofill, which doesn't mean crap, but I mean, I think she's onto something here. Okay. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, so they've changed it. And so tell me if you can spot the difference. C, D, E, F, G. So far, sounds right. Yeah. H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R. What? That's where they changed that's it. That's like it. the thing. Like, L, M, N, O, P is like the thing. Yeah, that's where that's all the hook. The, yeah, all the kids get mixed up right there and just runs together. M, N, N, O, P. That's, that's the hook. O, P, Q, R, S, T, U. What What are you doing? Like, that's <laughs> T, U, V. That's another hook. V, W, X, Y, Z. Why are we changing things? Because we don't like it, Corbin. Same way we I, don't like simple math I don't the way wanna, it used to be. I don't want to have to Google how to help my kid learn things. <laughs> so how did you notice it? Like I saw it online yesterday. Okay. I didn't know if you heard your daughter saying it a weird No, they're way. not doing that yet. Mm, gotcha, okay. I, it makes no sense to do it. Even when Patti LaBelle sang it with Sesame Street, she <laughs> still got the LMNOP part right. <laughs> She still got it the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right? With yeah. with uh where she goes, uh uh here it is. Hold on, I want to make sure I get it I get it to the right spot here. You 
she got it right. And she's giving it her own stank. Yeah, right? That's that. fun. <laughs> uh, it's time I'm for a little, change, Corbin. I'm literally bothered by this. How I'm long? literally upset with the idea that they're changing this. This is how I know I'm getting old. It isn't that I go to bed at mm-hmm. early hours or I eat dinner at four. <laughs> it's this. They're, stop messing with it. It's not the spice cake. It's the uh, alphabet. <laughs> nah, kids like That's spice cake. What were you going to ask, Gimpy? I going to ask how long the alphabet song's been around, but it says here in the 1780s, Mozart, okay, yeah, in the 1780s, Mozart originally composed the tune as a variation on a classic French nursery rhyme, which means, ah, shall I tell you, mother? Either way. <laughs> oh, not, not Twinkle Twinkle? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's been around for a long time, so basically what I'm saying is maybe they think it's time for a change. Who's I, they? Who are these people? Society. Let's get them on the phone. Who are these people? <laughs> society. No, society isn't these people. <laughs> There's a group of people? Society is implying that a group of people got together and collectively a more like more than these people, Obviously, right? somebody had to. Somebody had to yes. get together some yes. point in time. Somebody and got then, together, yes. No, listen, and then talk <laughs> some other people into doing it and being like, yeah, this is a great idea. Ooh, you know so they got a board? committee together. The board? Blippy. He's the one that organized <laughs> no, everybody. He would never. He would never. <laughs> He's too He's busy like... crapping on people <laughs> yeah. to come up with something yeah. new. <laughs> Blippy would, Blippy's, he's gonna, he would have made it like the Blippy alphabet. He would have put his name on it and sold it at Target for a discounted price. Ah, God, I hate that feeling. I hate, I hated going to my wife and going, hey, can you explain this song to me? Mm. And then now that I'm like, ah, somebody texted and said, cancer, let's focus on cancer. Yes, yes. Let's focus on cancer. Let's get this group of people together <laughs> and only work on cancer. No, I just want to make the alphabet easier. Right. Maybe it's because, like, when you hear little kids sing it, they go, like, L-M-O-P. Like, they put it all together as, like, one word. And maybe, you know, their little brains can't handle it, so they need a bigger pause so that they know it's Worked all- out for you, didn't it? Uh, worked out for you, right, Gimpy? <laughs> Absolutely. Worked out for me. I'm, I'm, I mean, listen, I hear you. The kids do that. They, they go. figure out a way why they would have changed it. No, I hear you. That kids do that. Elemental plea. They make it one word. Mm-hmm. We still eventually figured it out. Most of us. <laughs> Ish. Most of us. The majority figured so, it out. Basically, what you're saying are kids nowadays are stupider than what they used to be, and we have to dumb down the alphabet. Sam's song. saying that. <laughs> Sam's saying that. To make it easier for them to remember. Yeah. Dumb down the alphabet and make math twice as hard. That doesn't make any sense at all. I feel like I've got to start learning how to do the math now. You should. You so should. So I'll be ready for when I have to help my kids with their homework. Yeah. Two I can't plus wait for the two doesn't equal four anymore. It's like you know, in a, a goddamn equation now. It's it doesn't equal four. No, apparently. I mean, it does, but it gets there eventually. Like you know, three years down the road, you'll finally get the answer. Wait, so does it equal four or not? I guess you're the one that brought it up. I'm asking you. I'm making a lame ass joke on their stupid long math nowadays. It still equals four. Okay, it just takes you six days to get there. Is what I'm okay. saying. Okay, I I all I know is. I know I'm old now because I'm complaining about lyrics mm-hmm. and not needing them explained to me. <laughs> and and here's another one. Yesterday, Apple announced their new AirPods, mm-hmm. AirPod Pros, silent. They like auto um, noise canceling, little gels that go inside. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Are you kidding me? Two hundred, and they're tiny. Yeah. 
I was like, those look cool. I want those. Two, no. <laughs> to lose $250 that easy. That's yeah. almost the price of what the phone was the first time it came out. Wow. Yeah, I uh, have not bought AirPods because I know I'll lose them. I need the string that attaches to my phone because <laughs> otherwise they're going to be gone forever. <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't lost my AirPods, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. But I, $250 is just, I it, to, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Will you feel pressure to buy them in no. like six months, no. like when everyone starts to have them? No. <laughs> Everybody's got their little hearing aids in. Yeah. No. What they look like. <laughs> I, I have zero pressure to to buy those things to 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 like fit in. I guess maybe I don't know. Yeah, to stay up on the the most recent technology. No. no, for me, I have a pair. They work fine. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're out of date. I don't feel like I'm, there's something I'm not getting. As long as I'm waxing my ears to keep them in my ears, I'm fine. Again, I'm getting old. My hair and my ears grows faster than anywhere else on my body. Uh, All right, we've got tickets to Cancer Sucks. We're going to give away with uh, Puddle of Mud appearing. That's going down Saturday, November 30th uh, over at the Canes Ballroom. Got listener emails to tell the truth. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Let's rock. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news and then we cover them here. Or we don't. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Let's see. That's on. That's on. That's on. It's time for News Quickies. World news, local news, and news that just makes you say what the f***. Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Man allegedly kills mom and live streams a scene on Facebook. So this 24-year-old Jeffrey Langford, um, he has been arrested, and the police were responding to a report that a woman had killed herself, but they were also told that her son had posted a live video to Facebook showing the woman seemingly deceased as he said that he's not going to jail. So the police show up, and this guy denies it and said that I did not shoot her. Um, he said that the mother had been drinking and shot herself in the head, and uh, the investigators said that according to the three videos that he posted, the mother would be unable to manipulate a firearm and fire another shot into her head. And so this guy just kept lying. His stories weren't matching up. Um, he, he said that he never touched the gun. And then the hammer was cocked back. And so he was like, well, I did touch the gun. I was going to shoot myself. And then there were some shell casings. And he had said that he had removed the shell casings and then put the bullets back in the revolver and then put it in his mom's hand. And so they knew that something was going on. And so he said also that he posted the videos as a call for help. And so they're like, all right, what happened after you shot the videos? And he paused and then admitted that he shot his mom, but said that his mom had shot him herself first and that he saw that she wasn't dead and he didn't want her to be a vegetable or in any pain. Ugh. So he walked up and shot her in the back of the head. So they're still investigating, but he was arrested and charged with first degree murder, obstruction of justice and a misdemeanor count of carrying a dangerous weapon under the influence of alcohol and or drugs because they thought he was drunk. Yeah, they say they found only one bullet hole in the woman, only one. So if she had already shot herself and was in pain, 
right? And he went and put her out of her misery, quote unquote, essentially. Right. Wouldn't there be two? Unless he's got amazing marksmanship skills. Right. Puts her <laughs> right in the same hole. <laughs> with his mom. I know some people are into that. I mean, he clearly is dealing with some sort of mental instability, well, right? Well, yeah, and he was drunk, so. What's fun about that is when he sobers up and he's in jail and be like, how did I get here? And then he, then it really sets in. It's like, ah, oh, crap, I killed my mom. I also, don't agree I, with you. I don't think he'll have any remorse. You don't think? No. I think if you are past the point of putting it on your Facebook page, <laughs> like. <laughs> but he was drunk at the You were time. clearly of sound mind and body. Being drunk isn't an, an, an excusable <laughs> defense, right? Being insane is. Yeah. Like, oh, True. I was just. Uh, you're uh, sober enough to remember your password to get into your Facebook account. <laughs> <laughs> well, from one badass kid to another one, woman fractures her mother's skull with the crucifix. This happens down in San Antonio. For real, though. Um, so this gal, her name is Christian Lydia Martinez. She's 25. She was out drinking on Sunday, comes back Sunday afternoon to her mom and dad's house and starts a little argument uh, with her mom. And I guess things didn't really go her way. So what she do? She grabs a 10-inch crucifix off the wall and starts beating her mama in the head with it. So far to the point that she uh, cracked her skull, fractured it, wide open, boom. So now the cops are called. Mama goes to the hospital, gets bandaged up, treated up. Now the girl is in jail on uh, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. They say that she did, she she chose the crucifix out of convenience, not out of symbolism. Okay. And because you said that it was 10 inches long, right? Yeah. So More to, than she could handle. <laughs> to crush someone's skull with it, like, you'd have to put your own force behind that. Yeah, right? With the crucifix? Like, well, I mean, I don't. To crunch someone's skull in? Uh, I mean, I, does, it's, I mean, she probably used it as like a hammer. Right. Okay. I was thinking, though, that, like, she would have to have some strength behind it. You that, still, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like she's picking up a, a sledgehammer right. or a tire tool or something to where it's that blunt and it'll knock her out that easy. Yeah, yeah. she had some anger behind that. Yeah, yeah, you ha- Yeah, you would for sure have to do that. Mm-hmm. Unless there was like a weak spot in the skull somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, that that's some menacing stuff right for there. Real. Psychopath. Mystery object damages home, but nobody knows where it came from. This happened in Kentucky, where a man claims he left for the day, came back, and a canister-type object was embedded in the wall. <laughs> they thought it came from an airplane. The FAA said, nope, that's not from an airplane. The railway, which is runs near his house, says, nope, that's not from a train. And a military base says they have no idea what it is. The man found the <laughs> object wedged into the wall of his mobile home after returning from being away. And now the local sheriff's office is trying to help investigate. To me, it look it, come well, on. There's of, always logic. Of course, the military is like, no, no, no. We've never seen that before. Not it, us. It's It looks like <laughs> the canister from uh, a car that would inflate a uh, airbag. That's what it looks like to me. Okay. Looks like a canister of pressure gas. Okay. And somehow maybe there, he lives near a junkyard or maybe there was a wreck near his home and it shot off. didn't do what it was supposed to and just shot off the car and embedded into the wall. Is that what um, people, like, you know when they put it in like a couch cushion or something and send people flying up into the air? Is that what 
they used to do that? I mean, they use a uh, they use that as the source of air, but that's not what does it. Oh, There's okay. like a like a whoopee cushion type of thing that's used to that inflates, then shoots them up. Oh, yeah, got it's, you. It's not the explosion itself. Yeah, yeah. It's not that canisters getting shot into their you know body. Okay, that that's what hurt. I was just thinking. I was like, how does that not? Impale somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Any type of pressured air scenario is in, ridiculously dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's why when you, like, helium tapes have to, tanks have to be secured to the wall or guys that weld have to have those canisters secured because if the top gets, if it falls over, it could go through a, uh, a cinder block wall. Like, Easy. it's incredibly dangerous. Damn. How those, cool. Go ahead. I was going to say, how come this cat just doesn't Google that serial number that's on it? Find out what, <laughs> right. find out what it is. I mean, I guess if you are you don't expect something in the side of your house. True. So you're like, well, what could this be? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I could, I could understand the thought process of, you know, I don't know what it is. Plus, it probably feels better that it's more likely aliens or something. Right, then a reasonable yeah. junkyard or something. And I'm just speculating. I've only seen a, those canisters like one or two times, so... Mm-hmm. I'm just speculating. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Have, Gimby, have you seen that before? Mm-mm. Not cars? Okay. Uh, all right. These stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us on the line from 1430, the buzz is Pop. Good morning, sir. Good morning, how are you guys? Uh, pretty good, man. How are your, uh, how's your nose hairs you got waxed last <laughs> night at Lady Jane's? You know what? Uh, my uh, nose feels like a baby's bottom on the inside. It is fantastic. <laughs> I try to keep those, you know, pretty pretty tame. Every now and then there'll be one that, uh, hello, that right. uh, finds its way out. I believe DC refers to that as a party favor. And um, boy, I, I had just used my trimmer, mm, I think Sunday, and uh, no, actually Saturday. And boy, 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 you have no idea what's still left up in there until they stick that <laughs> wax up in there. My <laughs> word. It was. It was a porcupine they pulled out. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, all right, so college football. The college football playoff rankings come out, I believe, on the 5th. And so we're um, about a little over, about a week away for that. Um, and people are talking. Some people are feeling like OU's completely out. Vegas has them as 16-1. to 1. What yeah. say you? I've heard that a lot. And clearly, we're still fresh in the wound being open for Oklahoma fans on this, but I stress that they might indeed are probably not done. I mean, if you look at what the playoff has meant to college football, we've had 20 college football participants to date since they started this. How many of the 20 do you think have been undefeated? I mean, one maybe? There have been there've only been six, so you're not that far off. Only six of the 20 have been undefeated. The rest of them have had one loss. Everyone's had a mulligan. And there are a lot of teams that are coming in as of now that have one loss and probably will have one loss. Somebody from LSU and Alabama is going to have a loss because they play each other on November 9th. 
But we all jump to these conclusions like, ah, they're, you know, they're done. Yeah, they gave up 48 to Kansas State. Okay, well, what if Kansas State finishes off with a record of 8-4, and four, really good here at the end of the year? Uh, and Oklahoma goes on to continue to do what they've been doing, win the Big 12 championship, and they're sitting there with one loss. And the Sooners of, of, amongst all the teams, Corbin, have been able to take advantage of this. 2015, they went to the playoff. They lost to a Texas team that was 5-7, and 24-17. Uh, let's go to 2017. Oklahoma loses in week number 5 to Iowa State, 38-31 at home. That Iowa State team coming into that season had four consecutive 3-9 and nine or 2-10 and ten seasons. That was the start of Matt Campbell and Iowa State are really good. Uh, but OU still went 12-1 and one and went to the playoff. Clemson in 2016 lost 43-42 at Pitt in Week 11. Week 11, that's towards the end of the year. They make it to the national championship game and win it. Clemson also lost um, to a terrible Syracuse team at the beginning of the season at uh, one of their national championship years. Ended up in the playoff and, and won the national championship. Ohio State lost to a bad Virginia Tech team in 2014, still made it to the playoff and went on to win the national championship. These are just a few of the examples of of teams that have lost and have still made their way to the college football semifinal and won the championship. Oklahoma is by no means out of this. There's still an entire month of football to play, and a lot of things can happen until then. Well, in 538, who is a, they're really good at statistically predicting things, they're saying that Oklahoma is probably going to be number five in the college football playoff rankings mm-hmm. behind um, LSU, then Alabama, then Ohio State, and Clemson at number one. And I, th- I mean, I think Ohio State has a good chance to lose a game. I think we both agree they're one of the best teams right now, but they have, they're playing some tough games coming up. Uh, including the Big Ten Championship, which some people might laugh at, but they have the most teams in the rankings right now. So to me, there's you're right. I think there's no way to say for sure that they are done. And this doesn't mean that Oklahoma is going to run the rest of their schedule, by the way. They could lose another game. I mean, if they play like that again on the road at Baylor, who's undefeated, then, yeah, they could have another loss. But to, to clearly say that they are eliminated, the Big 12's done, no, not necessarily. We've we've Oklahoma. The argument behind them in the past has been, well, you know, their loss here is going to hurt them. But they have gained more from the committee than anyone else as far as making it into the semifinals. And I I just don't understand the the thinking in that sometimes from from people just because you lose one game. Uh, Oklahoma's had so much success since 2004, and I bring that up that year up for a reason because that's the last time that they were seven and zero was 2004 before they got beat. And every all those years in between where they've won Big 12 championships and have gone to major bowl games and and competed for BCS championships and also been in the college football semifinal, they've all had a loss entering that. So. Everyone needs to relax a little bit. It still hurts that they got beat if you're if you're a giant fan, but all is not lost yet so far here in 2019. The 538 has 52% chance of Oklahoma winning the conference, 29% making the playoffs and a 5% chance of winning a national title. Yeah. Yeah. I I do I think they're going to win a national championship? No. Do I think they're done with the college football playoff? No. It's somewhere kind of falls in that middle for me. Uh, but we do know at least one of those teams that you mentioned 
that who's Nate Silver's website there, Alabama and, and LSU, somebody's going to at least have one loss on their schedule. And then the winner of that game still has to go play in the SEC championship game. You you just never know. You know, Georgia's lurking quietly out there. Uh, they're capable of beating anybody on any given day, even in a championship setting. So there's still a long, long way to go in the uh, in the football season. Yeah, and, and I think there's always that X-Factor team we're not expecting to do well, including like Utah or yeah. somebody that shouldn't Oregon. be in the talk of a top-five team that may surprise some people. So Minnesota could be that team. So yeah. I think there's there's no way to know yet. I, is it better to lose that game earlier in the season or in the last few weeks of the season? Personally, I think it's better to lose it early, but Clemson lost in, in Week 11 one year to Pitt and still found a way in. Now, they had a massive lead in in that, so may, maybe we're looking at one of those teams at the top that could still lose. So if Clemson did lose, or maybe if, if it's even the LSU-Alabama, because they did lose to each other, two highly ranked teams, maybe they don't necessarily drop. But in Oklahoma's, in Oklahoma's uh, history, I think it's better to lose early than lose late. But you can't afford to lose another one, that's for sure. I don't know. Them. Wofford's got a you know a good hand up on uh, Clemson this weekend, and then they still have Wake Forest in South Carolina, which I think could be some good games to challenge. So they're going to be undefeated. Pretty <laughs> is what you're telling me. I, I think Wake Forest or South Carolina could make it run. If yeah. North Carolina can make it close, I think those two teams can make it close. Yeah, I think South Carolina can is probably the team that can make it uh, really close. Then one final note before we say goodbye: uh, we saw Russ versus the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. That was a little bit odd. Uh, with his new team in the Houston Rockets. He scored 21, fell in assist shy of a triple-double. Rockets beat the Thunder last night 116-112. to 112. We'll tell you more about that in the next. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break, but we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I want to tell you the story about these two kids that were going to college together at Boston College. And on graduation day, uh, the two got in an argument. And two hours before he was supposed to graduate, he jumped from a parking garage and killed himself. Aww. And the recently, the girlfriend was prosecuted for playing a part in his death in voluntary manslaughter. Hmm. The prosecutors say that she was physically, verbally, and psychologically abusive towards him during their 18-month relationship. The abuse became more frequent and more powerful and more demeaning in the days and hours leading up to his death. Uh, She was tracking his location using his iPhone on the day he died, as she frequently did, according to prosecutors. And she was at the parking garage and present on the roof when he leapt to his death. Wow. She and him... Exchanged more than 75,000 text messages Dang. in the two months before they died. Or before what? she died. I'm sorry. Before he died. 47 of those 
messages came uh, from her. And they included messages and demands and threats. 47,000 of them. Yeah, with the uh, in two months. Dang. Yeah, that many came from her, right? Yes, of the 75,000. Right. And I just wanted to do this real quick. That's more than 780 a day. That's absolute insanity. There's no... Is it? What else are you doing? (laughs) Thumbs must be like... She has no problem hitching a ride, like, because her thumbs right, are solid. Right, right. Don't that, challenge her to thumb wrestling. <laughs> that has to be infuriating to be anybody that is anywhere near her. You know how annoying it is, like, when, whatever, you're at dinner or whatever you're doing, and someone's just constantly in their phone the whole time, and you're like, oh, I get it. So for two months, that's literally <laughs> all she did. Yeah, that's a lot of time texting. That's yeah. a lot of time buried in your phone, not paying attention to anything else, but, you know, whatever upsetting thing you're texting him about. Her text included repeated um, statements to him like, go kill yourself, Ugh. go die, and that she, his family, and the world would be better off without him. Wow. Wow. Yet he stayed with her for over a year. I well, hear you. Beat. I <laughs> hear you. I hear you. And I, I too quickly go to that spot. Mm-hmm. But in abusive relationships, it's not like that. Okay. Right? It's it's almost like um, Stockholm Syndrome. Like they feel they have to stay? Were there kids involved? They, no, they, no, well, no. It has zero to do with kids or anything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the psychological game that's played. Mm-hmm. And making not, them believe that they're being loved. And they're not doing that all the time. They're, you know, saying those horrible things, but then also being like, oh, I didn't mean it. I love you. Or you made me <laughs> act that way because you did X, Y, Z to deserve this. Don't make me do that again. And I think you're laughing, but it, like it is serious. And then also when somebody wants to leave, it's dangerous for them to leave. So it's not as easy as like, bye. Well, I laugh because it reminded me of that scene from Harold and Kumar where, uh, what was it? Uh, Kumar had gotten that giant bag of weed or whatever. And he's fantasizing about it. And he gets in this abusive relationship and he hits her, hits the bag of right, weed. It's and then okay, he's like, honey. I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm just under a lot of stress. Right. Cause he's doing taxes <laughs> yeah. and the bag of weed brings him like coffee and the <laughs> right. coffee was cold. Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, domestic abuse is not funny. No, it's not funny. It's not. And and I was trying to think, because guys, you never hear about it with guys. Mm-hmm. You have a story about it. I don't have anything like the story you have, but mm-hmm. I, I, the one time I dated a girl and she started showing like signs of crazy and I quickly skedaddled out of there where she would, I would come home from being out with my friends and she would be in my driveway. And I'd be like, what are you doing here? Her mad. Because you, what, were out too late? I don't know. So was that Like, I would leave her in the driveway yelling and just go in and close the door and lock it. She did that once and you're like, that's it, I'm done. Yes. Yes. Because that's crazy. Yeah. How many, I want you to be honest, Mm -hmm. Sam. When we started talking about text messages and when they get really long and how crazy that is, Mm -hmm. did you cut back on those long text messages? No. <laughs> They're still long? Yeah. Because <laughs> to me, that's another one. If you write super long text messages, I'm out. You should just make a phone call at that point. Yes. Yeah. I don't really like to phone call. I like to text. I like to have the option to go back. And the person... <laughs> I like to not hear your voice is basically what that's <laughs> no, saying. No, no, no. I like to have the option to set down my phone and, you know, whatever. Okay. Reword it. Mm-hmm. 
take my time. And yeah. also, you, you, I'm under less pressure with text than us talking. Then I get nervous. <laughs> then I'm going to say the wrong thing or it's not going to come across right. So I just prefer texting. Do you, do you remember a time when you, like, you realized you were with a crazy person, Gimpy? Yeah. Um, it was when, uh, oh, yeah, this is fun. It was uh, Thanksgiving. Um, we had just got done having dinner, you know, a whole family dinner and everything at her grandparents' house, right? And uh, get back to the house, and I'm tinkering around on the car or whatever, had the cell phone up on the car, on, on the uh, roof of the car. And keep in mind, this is when cell phones first came out, right? Um, so it was like this cheap-ass flip phone or whatever. All right, I got to go to the store, you know, cigarettes or something like that. And I just hop in the car and take off. Totally forgot about the phone that was on the roof. And I get back and I'm, oh, oh my, ooh, where's the phone? Well, then I realized that I'd taken off and I, you know, it fallen off the car. I lost it. Well, this bitch flips S, right, starts yelling, screaming. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll go back. I'll, fi- I'll try to find it. Jeez, my bad. So I do, and I, I take off, and I find it. I found the phone on the side of the road. Of course, it had been ran over, and it's it's in a couple of different pieces or whatever. But I, I come back, and I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I, I did find it. You know, it's it's broken. But, it, hey, my bad. Accidents happen. And that's when she flips, starts yelling again, starts yelling at me, takes the broken phone, throws it over the fence at the NSP over there, at the chicken plant, you know, at the— and I was just like, that was red flag number one. Like, this bitch is crazy, and I should probably leave. But I didn't. I didn't because at a convenience, needed a place. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm having a kid. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you lose the phone? <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> um, I, that's the only one that I could think of is that one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are others. Mm-hmm. But I've just never been one to one. All that. A lot of drama. Yeah, even with my first wife, I remember one time when she, like, it was like we were having an argument or something, and she got mad and stormed out of the house, right? Not uncommon. Yeah. But was like walking in the rain. Like, store, like, downpour. <laughs> also, I don't think that's uncommon, right? Mm-hmm. You're mad. You want to break. And I remember getting an umbrella. I hate this term (laughs) chasing after her Mm -hmm. and like come on just come back Mm -hmm. we don't have to talk to each other but don't be in the rain this is stupid this makes no sense Mm -hmm. and her almost like wanting to punish me to be in the rain right like because I had already she could tell I felt bad Mm mm-hmm and me thinking, well, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm going to get so wet out here, and I hope that it just tears you up. You see this? There's a chill in the air. It's 54, and I'm out here in the rain. Yeah. Suffer. Yeah. Suffer. No, I'm fine. <laughs> and me going, I, okay, well, I'm going in. <laughs> Do you want the umbrella at least? <laughs> were you walking or were you driving? No, dri- you, like you, walking. You I walking. like ran after her. Yeah. It wasn't that far. I've been in the situation. Because of- why didn't she get in her car? Right, right. Because <laughs> I'm just so mad, and I stormed off and left my keys behind. I've been in that situation. Come on, come on, just get in the car. Come on, this yes. is stupid. Yes, come on, no, no. And then you walk for like six blocks as you're driving like five miles an hour, and it's like eventually you're like, all right, I'm done. You'll come home at some point in time, and then we can deal with that thing. Yeah, I, that is some crazy stuff. But 
I'm so glad I don't have to deal with text messages like like being in a relationship via text messages. Yeah. Right? Because I've been with my wife long enough that text messages weren't a thing with my first wife. Mm. So I have no idea what that's like. But that just terrifies me. Because like you, Sam, pointed out, I like to write, put the phone down, whatever. And if you're someone who's a hawk like that... Mm-hmm. You will go crazy seeing the bubble. I was going to say, I see your bubble. Like, oh, what God. Are you going to oh. say? <laughs> and then the story, oh, my gosh, just so much opportunity for crazy. Yeah. 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 Crazy bitches are not cool at all. They may be able to throw down, but it's not worth it. Guys are crazy, too. <laughs> Guys are crazy, too. I'm only talking oh, about girls sure. because of the, the story of the 75,000 text messages. Mm-hmm. And the other part is you don't even know you're in the tornado. Right, you just get wrapped up in it. You turn around, and you're like, oh, no, I'm in the tornado. Like, I don't even know what's going on. I'm trying to just keep up with this relationship because I, quote, love her. Mm-hmm. Or it's the first person I ever had sex with or whatever. Right. I think about that watching the New Jersey Shore with that Ronnie guy that's a mess, and he's, like, always in his phone, and you can tell that he's arguing with his girl via his phone, and, like, he he just, like, stares at, it, stares at his phone and, like, gets worked up, and he starts breathing heavy, and you could just see him, like, <sighs> like looking down at his phone, and I always wonder that he doesn't know that everybody else in the room is staring at you while you're in a text fight with your girl, and everyone else can tell. And I wonder, he watches the show and be like, damn, I look stupid. Because when you're there doing it, you don't notice that everyone's like, Jesus. Like, looking at you, getting all huffy over your phone, until he has a camera to look back and be like, I look dumb. Because you don't know that in the moment. How do you how do you figure that out, then? How do you catch yourself? I, I don't know. Like, and I, I've, That's why I find it fascinating that now he gets to go look. Now, I don't know if they're together or not, but he gets to go have evidence that, like, this is how stupid I look. Everybody's uncomfortable around me, and I'm not very good at hiding that I'm in a fight. And I am I look crazy, and my girl looks crazy. So if you're the one in there and you don't have a camera around, it's hard to sell to somebody that, like, we all know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but he we may, know you're fighting. Yeah, but he may watch that and go, that's not the way it happened. They edited that to make me look that way. Right. That's true, but I mean... Because they've can, been fighting for a while, so for him to now see it and realize, oh, well, that's toxic. Yeah, no, I guess more of, uh, I'm fascinated because it seems like he's unaware. Just watching everybody observe him, it seems mm-hmm. like he's unaware, which is true. Like, you know, when someone's in, in their phone a lot, they're not aware that everybody else can tell and like when you're in a text fight with somebody that's what you're doing you're just like you know thumbing your phone so hard like i'm so <laughs> phone. mad phone yeah <laughs> phone how much what is your do you get the weekly report of how much time you spend on your phone uh yes i do i don't know how to get to it but i know i do <laughs> i i'm curious to what my screen time is yeah what's your total amount that you've spent is jeez did you find it already? Yeah. Okay. I have a daily average, and it was down 8% from last week, but my daily average is four hours and 50 minutes. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. My daily average Damn. is two hours and 37 minutes, down 26% from last week. Hmm. Gimpy. Two you can't- If you click on it, it'll tell you how much you spend on social media and how much you spend on productivity. And okay. your total screen time. Huh? What's your total screen time? Uh, my total screen time oh, is 14 hours, 46 oh minutes. Oh, my gosh. Dang. For a week. For a week. This is week. Oh, 14 hours for the week? Yeah. Mine no, doesn't say doesn't week. It says, it says, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's for the week. 
And for the week, I spend 14 hours, 46 minutes. Five hours of that is entertainment. Three hours of that is social networking. And 1.5 hours is productivity. <laughs> Click on daily at okay. the top. A day. Okay. 34 minutes. Oh, that's today. Oh. <laughs> and your day just started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so go back to yesterday. Do you see it at the top? Yeah. Okay, yesterday, um, three hours, 16 minutes, and I spent an hour and 30 minutes social networking, 21 minutes being pro- or productivity, and 21 minutes reading and reference. That was three hours and 39 minutes yesterday, an hour 30 social media, 45 minutes productivity. Okay, we were pretty similar. Yeah. What's yours, Gimpy? Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have the option to tell me what screen time I have. It tells me that I spent a total of, um, looks like seven and a half minutes on a voice call, outgoing. Yeah. Three minutes incoming, total <laughs> 10 minutes, almost 11 minutes. Yeah, you're on your phone a lot more than that. That's just your call log. <laughs> yeah, that's just your call log, right? Yeah. I, that would be fun to see what yours is. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We got tickets to see Cancer Sucks at the 15th anniversary Cancer Sucks concert Saturday, November 30th at the Canes Ballroom. We'll do that when we return. Tulsa's morning show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And we're going to give away some tickets to see Puddle of Mud Saturday, November 30th at the Canes Ballroom. Let's play a game. We're going to play Sing Sing. The current record of Sing Sing is... I am leading with 14. You have 12. Sammy has 7. Last week's winner was... Oh, that'd be me. So Corbin and Sam will be competing at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Let's go to the phones and get our first contestant. Uh, Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Tom. Tom, how are you, sir? I'm just peachy. How about you? I'm good, Tom. Who do you want to recluse, Corbin or Sam? Um, still Corbin. Tom, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Uh, this is the, the uh, band that Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins is in. and Blue Fighters. Correct. And this is the song about um, somebody uh, you would refer to them that saves you. They would be what? Hero. Yes, but there's a word in front of hero. Possessive. My hero. Correct. Yes. Um, this is a female uh, anthem, and it's about carrying on after an event. Um, Cake, the band Cake, did a cover of it. I will survive. Correct. Uh, this is uh, the girl, the female part from Greece, and this is a song about blank education. <laughs> Sex education. <laughs> so uh, she's got her name has it's three words. She I believe is Australian. Uh, she, Olivia Newton John. Correct. 
and she is asking people to get active. Two is what we've got. Time has run out, Tom. Uh, That might be good enough. Hang on the line, okay? All right. All right. Don't go anywhere, man. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Yeah, this is Sean. Sean, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, man. Sean, you and Sam, you've got to beat two, okay? Okay. Here we go. Okay, um, this is this is a '70s song, and it's also the beat of like when you're giving somebody CPR, and you can tell by the way I walk, woman's man, no time to oh. talk. I will survive. No, nope. That's where I get. Um. <laughs> you're not dead. You are alive. Staying alive. There you go. Uh, oh, uh, this is the guy that just died, and he sings Purple Rain, and okay. this is about the um, bird. When yes, there you go. Um, oh, this is a very sexy song, and um, it's like from the 70s, and his last name is also when you're homosexual. <laughs> Did you get it on? Yes! Um, this is, um, the king of pop and this is, they play this at Halloween and yes, um, she is a lady of, um, okay. If you, you don't like something, you what it? Hate it? No, no, no. You, no, um, saw him dancing there by the record time 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 it doesn't matter man you guys killed it you're gonna get those tickets to see puddle of mud sean thank you good job buddy hand line oh tom man i wasn't good enough to make it happen for you i'm sorry buddy my bad i'm sorry all right man have a great day it was great talking to you you too I thought you had this. I got nervous. I don't know why. Blank. Blank, blank, and the Blackhearts. There you go. Okay. And uh, she has another song called, uh, I think this is the song. I don't know if it's the chorus, though. Put another dime in the jukebox, baby. Yeah, that's part of that song. Right. Is it the chorus, though? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know the Britney ah, Spears ah. version of it. I did this. Okay, song. there's a Britney Spears version of this. Yes, I did this. She song. did a cover of this. Yes, I did this song um, at my eighth grade talent show. <laughs> I sang this song, the Britney version of it. What's the difference between the Britney version and this version? Uh she. How do you know the, you were doing the Britney version? I mean, I think it was probably the same instrumental, but the reason I knew about it was not because of Joan Jett, but because of Britney. Okay, that's how I knew because it, it was in Crossroads. Joan Jett. I love rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. Is the song. Um, and then the one you ended on, I think you did solid. I would have just tried to explain the music video. They're in leg warmers and they all got their spandex workout gear together. And it's kind of like a workout video while she sings this. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Sure. Like a take on a Jane Fonda mm-hmm. yeah, there you workout go. video. Singlets and leg warmers. Physical. Physical by Olivia Newton-John. Uh, all right, the record now. Well, it keeps me at 14, keeps you at 12, moves Sammy to 8. <laughs> Back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD.
Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You know, we did our millionth podcast the other day. It was a lot of fun, and Josie Scott came on the podcast, and he shared uh, that saliva's getting back together, which was very cool. And people were like, you know, for the next one, you should get Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. <laughs> I'll get right on. Get I mean, him, text I, I, him. we will do our best, but he, I would even take Taylor Hawkins and Taylor Hawkins has a new CD coming out um, called Taylor Hawkins and the coattail riders. And it's him <laughs> and Duff McKagan and Joe Walsh. And even Dave Grohl is on this new track called middle child. And I was going to, I was going to play it for you. If you wanted, if you wanted to hear it, nice. I, have, I have not listened to this. I have no idea what it sounds like. Fun. So it could be, an abortion. <laughs> it could be an audio abortion. So I have no idea. So we will discover this uh, together. It's not bad. No. I love a well-produced album, and that yeah. sounds ridiculously well-produced. Yeah. And I always have a ton of, like, that's cool respect for guys and bands that try to do something that sounds completely different than what, you're used than to. what they're used to, yeah, right? For sure. When it's their solo album. Yeah. I like the name, the Coattail Riders, because it's, it's got all the people that just stand behind the front, man. Yeah. Right? The rest of the band, and they're like, well, I mean, we do exist. Here's the album to prove it. Yeah, Pat Smear is on it. Uh, Roger Taylor, the drummer for Queen. Nancy Wilson of Heart is also on it. So, That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a it, group text for sure. It's a they're group like, text, Let's yes. do something, friends. Uh, yes. Uh, Brittany Howard is the lead singer for the band Alabama Shakes. I lo- it's one of my favorite bands, Alabama Shakes. Her solo album is completely different than Alabama Shakes, and it's okay. But right. the point is, is that I respect it because it's so different than what you expect. Yeah, I expected to hear. Do you think they do that? Artists or that are in a band or in a group that kind of make a solo project. Do they do that because they're tired of the band and they? And they, or they just want to do something different. They want to try a different sound. Are they trying to branch off on their own and get away from the band, or are they just looking for some strange? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just having a worst. Oh my god. Are you okay? She, you're hunched over, shaking. I didn't mean to call attention to it, but that you looked like you were gonna vomit almost. It's just I that just bad. Had, yeah, I just had like a super. Does it feel like lightning or something, like electricity mm-hmm. going through your jaw? Yeah. Mm. Struck a nerve. She was over there. Did you see her? She was I didn't shaking. See her shake. No, I just kind of see her hunched over a little bit like, well, this sucks. Oh, I try to hold my breath so I don't make any like noise. Holding and, your <laughs> breath like even worse. Like I, what if you pass out? I don't know. If you pass Sorry. out, like, oh my God, that would create so much anxiety instantly in the room, at least on this side of the glass. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> the, the ambulance would walk in and be like, what's wrong with there? And you guys would be like, oh, do you have time? Right. Hold go on. Let me break. get the book. Right. <laughs> to answer your question, Gimpy, I think that ultimately is you get a uh, an itch 
musically okay. that you want to scratch, I think. Makes sense. And if you tried to do it on your own, mm-hmm. To put out a ukulele album, right. you might have a little trust, you know, a little bit of uh, resistance. But mm-hmm. when you're Eddie Vedder, right, you can get away with it just based on yes. cloud name recognition. Yes, I get and that. people will buy it, right? And then so, they'll say it sucks, and they'll never buy. I'm never gonna buy matter. another Eddie Vedder doesn't, solo album again. Doesn't matter. You can still go on tour, right? Not have to play Daughter for the right. nine millionth time, right? It's so, it's a fresh kind of fresh of breath. Yes, there, and so it's like air, a, yeah. yeah. Radio people do it, too. It's uh, not uncommon for radio morning show hosts to then have, like, something else they do on the side, like whether it's sports or whether it's a news uh, talk show right, or right. something. Fight nights. Fight nights to yeah. have something else to kind of balance out because they have a creative itch. Makes sense. Makes perfectly good sense. But, yeah, I, it sounds okay. I don't, I'm excited to hear some of the other stuff when it comes out in November, but yeah, that, that's okay. For the most part. I give it one thumb up. He has another. <laughs> uh, he has another solo album. He's done. He's done a couple of them, and the, it, it's been really good. He's got some really good stuff, which is kind of bizarre because when you hear of an artist going solo, I'm going on my own. It usually doesn't pan out that well. You're like, all right, yeah, that's cool, but I mean, to to have a major success off of it is is where I'm at. I mean, it worked pretty well for Justin Timberlake. Wow. Beyonce would argue with you. Good for both. <laughs> right. Of I think we went. Did we go down this rabbit hole the other day? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's popping balls to the wall sports. Yes, for the first time, Russell Westbrook and his new team, the Houston Rockets, playing the Oklahoma City Thunder last night in Houston. A night in which we saw James Harden score 40, Russ score 21, though an assist shy of a triple-double against his former team. And the Rockets win 116-112 to 112 over the Thunder. Westbrook had 12 rebounds and 9 assists after knocking his 139th triple-double in his last game. The first game between the two teams since that blockbuster trade that sent Chris Paul to Oklahoma City. Paul had 15 points, 4 assists, and 5 rebounds, leading the way for the Thunder. Jay Gilgis-Alexander with 22 points, and Dennis Schroeder added 22 points to lead the Thunder, who are now 1-3. and three. After the game, Russ had this to say when talking about his friends on the Thunder. This is how it goes. When I hoop, I have no friends. On the court, they know not to talk to me. Steven is a real close friend of mine, but inside those lines, there are no friends. Spalding, the basketball, that's my friend and my teammates. That's it. Before the game, after the game, I'll talk to my guys. That doesn't mean I have friends, but during the game, I don't. If you try to talk to me, I'm not going to say bleep to you. So it's nice to see that Russ hasn't changed from his uh, personality on the floor in Houston. Last night on Monday Night Football, the Steelers found themselves down two scores to the worst team in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins. Turnovers, drop passes, penalties, missed opportunities, and for the better part of 30 minutes, it looked like the Dolphins might get their first win. Then Mason Rudolph and the Steelers found their footing, and they avoided an embarrassing loss and end up rallying for a 27-14 win. Rudolph threw for 251 and two touchdowns in his first start after getting knocked unconscious earlier this month against Baltimore. Steelers improved to 3-4. and four. The Dolphins fall to 0-3. Oh and, and finally, wrapping up, yes, it is basketball season. Tonight on The Buzz, Oklahoma opens its 2019-2020 basketball season with a 6:30 exhibition contest against Southeastern Oklahoma at the Lloyd Noble Center in Norman. That's a 6 o'clock pregame on 1430 The Buzz. That's Balls to the Wall
Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails are emails we read on the air and then you guys give advice. And this email says, my wife and I have been organizing our finances. We've been together for 13 years. Woo! And she has disclosed to me that she has been keeping a separate bank account and there's over six figures in it. Oh, I keep going between shocked, concerned, and elated. Was she being deceptive? Should I be worried that she wants to leave? 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. What are those called? They're called uh, go uh, ditch accounts. What are they called? Um... They have a special name for when, like, not an emergency account. That's too obvious. Like, it has a fun name, like, I'm screwed account or get, a get out and go account or something like that. Okay. Kind of like your zombie apocalypse bag, just yeah, in case you have in your car. Like a go bag. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what it's called. Maybe it's called a go account. 918-460-KMOD listener email from a guy who found out his wife has a separate bank account he didn't know about. They've been married 13 years. It has over six figures in it. That's so crazy. Six figures? Oh, my God. You're like, yes, no, what? Like the uh, the level of emotions yeah. when you get that news. How dumb would you feel that your partner has been skirting money, skimming money, off your together money and putting it in this account unknowingly. Ooh. See, I didn't even think that. I went with, like, there was an inheritance or something else, like, not oh. been taking, you know, great point. whatever, $50 from every check to put it away. I thought it was, like, extra money before I met you money that I haven't told you about. Before I met you money, sure. <laughs> that's a, That sounds like a logical choice, too. <laughs> Uh, 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text if you want BMMS and then what you think to 82945. <laughs> says go on vacation on her. Uh, rainy day fund. Uh, that's different. Rainy day fund is like saving this money, whatever, for something special or when I randomly want it. What Corbin is talking about is like, hey, if... Whatever, you cheat on me and I don't want to be financially tied to you. I got this money that I can get out of this relationship free. <laughs> 918-460-KMOD. Smoke weed every day, guys. On. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. So he probably should just file for divorce right now and freeze that account. And then, bam, nothing to worry about. If he's on the account. I think that she could be transferring funds if it's under, um, if they're getting a divorce. Yeah, but what if it was whatever her grandfather's inheritance that she's had since she was 18? Or what if she's a prostitute? Oh, right. Where's the money coming from? Whoa. I mean, that's true. Six you don't know where the money's coming from. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Right on, man. Thanks, buddy. Cool. Smoke weed every day. It'd be hard to whore yourself out without somebody knowing, but... I think you I could talk to a few people that would disagree. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What do you think? So I think I would have to know a little bit more information on, like, how he found out she had the account and, like, what was her reasoning? Like, was she like, listen, I have anxiety about funds, so I was putting some away just in case we did ever have 
a situation happened that we needed the money or, you know, so I think it's really going to boil down to what was her reasoning for having this secret account for me anyway. I mean, me, me and my husband, if my husband was like, yeah, hey, I have this account. We have this much money in it. I was keeping it because I just, you know, I like to, I wanted to have it for an emergency one day. I'd be like, oh, great. Well, awesome. We have this now, you know. But Get up, girl, just, girl. You're telling girl. me your husband was hiding money from you in the amount of at mm-hmm. least $100,000. And you would be like, oh, that's so great. You would and feel now, very well, gracious. I think the reason is, is because me and my husband have a joint bill account that we both contribute to that pays our bills. And then we each have our own personal account. So we don't have all of our money. That's an excellent together. point. Yeah, but regardless, and that works for us. Uh, but that works I, no, for us. I get that. But regardless, if your husband had an extra $100,000 at the minimum that you didn't know about, you wouldn't feel betrayed of like, hey, why could you not share with me? We, we are husband and wife, we share our life, but you felt like you couldn't share your financial situation from me because you felt the need to hide it for whatever yeah, reason. I mean, I think the secretive part I'd probably be a little off with, but I just. I think I don't usually know, you know, our bills are paid. And so the money that goes in that and those bills and everything is us. That's what we use for groceries. That's what we use for everything together. And then everything after that that goes in our personal accounts, I don't really know what he has in his personal account. He doesn't know what I have in mine. That's just kind of. But you have we, a general idea, goes, right? You know yeah, how much I mean, he gets paid every year. Somewhat. But I don't know if, like, you know, he might be taking 100 out and putting it in an account for, you know, a rainy day or if he wants to buy something later on. And, you know, I. I guess we both had parents that fought all the time about money growing up, and so it made us where we just, that's just something that we try not to, to fight about. I, I gotta be honest, in the beginning I was like, what is she saying? This is crazy. But now I get it. You're you're basically alluding that you both have separate accounts anyway, so it wouldn't be a shock to you that he has a lot of money in his separate account that you guys have already established. Right. What about if he had a completely so, uh, separate account from that that had $100,000 in it? Yeah, I guess it's just going to be on why he was. I would, I would have to know why he was. Why would? What, what was the reasoning for having that account? What's a logical I one guess, for you that you'd be okay I mean, with? Oh, I, I think you know if he was planning a, a vacation <laughs> or a hundred thousand dollars is, is what the moon. <laughs> if he was gonna, okay, if we, if we were going to buy build a house or buy a new house or college fund for our kids or something like that, I guess I wouldn't. College fund, about. okay. Now, he, but you'd want to be let in on that, though. Emergency, well, if he set me up an emergency fund to leave me, that would obviously be something that I would uh, be really concerned about. <laughs> right on. Carrie, thank you so much. You have a great day. Thanks. Bye. All right, see you later. I think she's right. I think a, a lot of people do that. They have those separate accounts. Like, they have yeah. the common account they pay bills out of, and then they have their separate accounts. And, yeah, if it works for you, I don't think there's a right way to do it. But to, you, the idea is that... This is a secretive account you had no idea about. And even then, if you have your separate accounts, this is the one we pay bills out of, you have a general idea of what groceries are, what your electric bill is, or how much you make in a year. So for that to then be like, now I have this exorbitant amount of money that doesn't involve everything I've told you for the past 13 years, I feel like that's where the problem is. Growing, uh, it's funny because she said something about how, bless you, how much money influences, like, what I'm sorry, how you grew up influences your decisions in your, in your mar- in a marriage, right? And how they, she said that both their parents always fought about money and how that makes them have separate accounts. It's weird how that would actually, that's a solution to alleviate the arguments because right. there's so much secretive stuff happening. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm just guessing when you have a private account, there's no accountability, but 
do you have some like for your what was it like for you growing up in finances? I mean, my it, it was a very messed up financial situation. My dad was on disability and my stepmom, her parents were very wealthy and when they died, she had a lot of stock money and they had this mansion in California and so she would get an allotment every January and then by December be super broke because she would spend it on frivolous things and so she like when it came to the money she held the purse strings in the house and so my dad would try to get me taken care of but my stepmom wouldn't really want to take care of me so it was like a very odd financial thing that was going on because he was trying to it wasn't a family unit and Mm. so all I knew is that my mom my stepmom had a lot of money that she didn't want to spend on me and my dad was just trying to kind of get by and then my mom she lived in Oklahoma here with my sisters and she was always very open about like how much money she got how much was left over and like so that we would know what the financial situation is so we couldn't ask for something huge because she didn't have the money to pay that so it was like two extremes one I was completely in the dark and then when I came to my mom's I knew everything and now I mean you guys live together what's it like now I mean now we both have each other's pins and everything our stuff is all together like I could go in there and see what all his accounts are and we both have a good idea of what money's going where but Jeff is better with money financially like in every aspect he's got an accounting degree he knows how to do that stuff and I don't so I feel like when we even now he pays most of the stuff with my money but he knows the best way to pay off what interest rate first So, I mean, if he died, I would be screwed. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. Honestly, I don't. And I depend on him so much for all that that I I could figure it out by, you know, getting into our bank accounts and knowing where which is going where, but it would take me a long time and probably I would need help. And you know the passwords to get into those accounts? Yeah. I do. Like off the top of your head? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I mean, I don't I know it. I don't go in there because I don't need to know anything. Like but, but you I could, could at any point in time if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah, and know. sometimes he shows me he's like an app that has all the stuff of like, oh, this is how much this made in this stock market and four one like all that stuff that I don't know. So he'll show me and I'll be like, cool. Uh, right, that looks fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, numbers. <laughs> what about you, Gimpy? Do you remember being in like knowing about your family's financial situation? Yeah, we were broke constantly. My my folks both worked two three jobs at a time just to make it get by. You know what I mean? Um, I remember my mom. Get, be working at uh, Burger King and at the toy factory, living in California. You know, we'd rob Peter to pay Paul constantly. Uh, I thought they were stuff. in the Air Force. They were for a little while. They got out eventually. Mm. You know, when mom was the first one to get out. And uh, when she got out, that's when, oh, well, this paycheck isn't quite as nice as it used to be. So start working a couple of different gigs or whatever to, to, to get by. Uh, but, yeah, they constantly were were perpetually broke. So, I mean, we didn't have any extra cash. They didn't have any stashed cash. They'd go on vacation and throw themselves into major debt just so they can have a little bit of fun or whatever for a week. So I learned from that, uh-uh, not for me. I don't pawn things. I mean, I learned, yeah, sometimes you got to work two, three jobs to get by or whatever. But I try I try not to live out of a pawn shop. You know what I mean? Right, that, chasing that. Yeah, man, you've always constantly got a bills. And then you work so hard to get this, whatever the case may be, a gun or whatever, just to turn around and, you know, borrow money and potentially lose it or lose it because you didn't have the money to pay it back. It's just not worth it for me. Yeah, I don't recall. I mean, I, I remember, like, my mom or, like, mailing bills, but I don't remember, like, 
how that worked. Mm-hmm. Did your parents ever sit down with you to teach you no. how to pay a bill? <laughs> no. Or- no. Not that I recall. Mm. That doesn't mean they didn't, but I don't. that doesn't stick out as a memory. Mm, I think the most uh, uh, lessons from that would be going with them to said place to pay the bill. That's how you know, you got your bill, you got your cash, you go to the ga- you know, gas department. I think it was more of like, you're going to open a savings account and you're not going to touch it. And that's it. Like that, <laughs> that was literally, that's what I recall. And opening a bank account and putting $5 in it, but never really having anything. And I don't really recall them keeping up with it, like to see if I was saving money, if I was ever taking any money out. Because once I knew where the book was, mm-hmm. I, it was the, the bank was in the mall, like... <laughs> it wasn't that far from the arcade. Like, I could figure that out. So, in my mind, no. But my first marriage, there was a lot of hiding. We had a separate account. We each had separate accounts, and then we had a joint account. And then, but I had no idea what was in hers and how much debt she was racking up. And then come to find out when you get divorced, it don't matter if you have separate accounts. Right. That's right. all your That's half my debt. So that was for me the, like the big alarm, and now w- we share everything financially, and we sit down on a regular basis, going over all the bills every month. It's like a state of the union type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and hold each other accountable. Yeah. Oh yeah, and not hold. That sounds mean. Mm-mm. Hold each other accountable. Like what is this? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it comes across. Yeah, but that's not what it means. It's it's it's. There's no, I don't care that you spent $20 at Starbucks. It's more of like, oh, okay, we're spending money at Starbucks. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't take long to be like, ah, probably shouldn't be buying Starbucks when we can't afford X. Right, right. right. Uh, what do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD. Brandon's been waiting. Hi, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. What do you think? So I've been married for 13 years. Um, I would think if my wife happen to turn to me and go, hey, I got 100 k sitting in a bank account that you don't know about, I'd probably be doing some type of happy dance. And the only reason is because I feel or I'm the type of person that kind of thinks, oh, money's made to kind of be spent, and she's the, uh, she's the pack rat when it comes to money. So I think I would be that kind of devil on her shoulder if she uh, let me know that I had or we had money in an account, I'd be like, hey, let's get something new and shiny. Hey, let's get something new and shiny. You know what I mean? Right. For you, it'd be burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it would be. And so she's smart enough to know that by now or after 13 years <laughs> that I think, uh, it, hell, it wouldn't even surprise me if she has a bank account stored away with a little bit of money in it. <laughs> right. To protect from you from yourself. Right. Right, right, right. No, that's exactly why. That's exactly why. And. So I wouldn't be alarmed, but that's just me because I know the way I act around money. Yeah, that's all. That's very, you're being very honest, man. Right on. Thank you, Brandon. Have a good day, man. All right, thanks. All right, buddy. See you later. Uh, Let's go to Mandy is on. Hi, Mandy. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. What do you think? I think if maybe she was stashing it away for retirement for the both of them, it would be okay. But me and my husband, if we spend more than like $30, we're letting each other know because we have three kids and a crap ton of dogs. And that's just not one of those things you hide in a marriage. I feel like that's being dishonest, even if it was for a good purpose. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I I don't think I disagree with you. To me, it's more of the I didn't tell you. I don't care if you have a you know an, a rainy day fun or a whatever get out and go fun or whatever it is. But the fact that you're being deceptive, how do you, how do we know that that's the best use of our money? Is that you're putting exactly. it away for your rainy day? Yeah, because would you feel the same if I randomly found out that you were negative a six figure amount? You know that you were six figures in debt. Right. Right. That would be just like overwhelmingly bad news. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> yeah, crazy. Right on. Thank you so much, Mandy. You have a great day. Thank you. You guys too. All right. Bye-bye. See you later. Uh, somebody sent a text that I did the rough math and let's say there's 120,000 divided by 13 years. That's about $700 put away, $770 a month. A mortgage payment, car payment. Damn. It's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Wow. And if you're not involved in the bills every month, it's easy to not know that that money's getting put away. Yeah. That you're missing that. Whew. Right. Uh, all right. 918-460-KMOD. Listener email. Sam, what do you think? He's got uh, just found out that there is a separate account with over six figures in it, and uh, he doesn't know how to feel. He goes from concern. He gets even a little, uh, feels like he's being, there's been deception, and he's worried that maybe she wants to leave. Yeah, you should be concerned because she hid something from you. I I think that whatever the reason is, even if it's like, hey, I just want to feel safe in case something you die and I need to leave or whatever. I just need like a safety net. A hundred grand is not a safety net. That is planning for something without you. And so I feel like that is a huge red flag. Maybe she's not leaving you, but she's definitely not including you in something for a reason. And you guys got to get some counseling for that. Uh, Gimpy. I don't think you really need counseling for it. Um, there's probably a good explanation as to why you get to sit down and talk to her and ask her, hey, what's up with this? Well, where does money come from? Well, why are you doing it? A lot of texts that come through here that make sense. Maybe the guy's horrible at, uh, you know, saving money, being financially responsible. So she took it upon herself to make sure that they're good and they're safe for later on down the road. Who knows? <laughs> Just sit down and talk to her, though. Yeah, I think the past part of how and why is irrelevant. Um, but if she's got it for a whatever retirement or you're not good with money, either way, you're planning on behalf of us without me. Yeah. And if that's the way your relationship works, that's cool. But for me, I don't like the idea that we're making plans for us without me. And if, I mean, obviously that guy doesn't know where that money is going. So it's not even like, hey, you're bad with money. I'm going to save this for you because it's, you don't know where that money's coming from. At least it's, you know, you're finding out that there's, you know, six figures in it mm-hmm. as opposed to you, a bill that you owe six figures. Yeah. I mean, this is definitely the best case scenario. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. You know, it's one of those like, good, we have, we have a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred, you know, six figures. Good. That's, and we can pay some bills. Great text. Ask yourself how many times y'all been piss broke and she has a hundred K saying, yeah, this sucks. Right. Or you couldn't get a repair done on the car mm-hmm. or whatever. Couldn't go to that Chiefs game. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Listener email. You can always email us. Show at KMOD.com. Show at KMOD.com. 
This one says, I need another man's perspective. My new husband and I are having some struggles. We've we never lived together. We both lost our virginity to each other. We got married right after high school. He is my everything. I want us to go to therapy to get the right tools to make this the best to be the best it can possibly be. He says there's no need to pay some stranger to tell you how to do something or that doesn't know you and tell you what's wrong with you. Do you guys think couples therapy is a waste of time? What's for an hour, you get somebody else just to listen to you for a whole hour. I love it. They get paid to be like, everything you say matters for the next 60 minutes. For it the all next matters. 60 minutes, I will, you're all I care about. You're all I care about. You have my 100% undivided attention. Who doesn't love that? 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. She wants to know, is couples therapy a waste of time? What do you guys think? They've only been with each other, lost their virginity to each other. They're all each other's had. This is your example of a good relationship because that's all there's been. Uh, To me, I'm not giving away what I think about couples therapy, but to me, just because you say I do doesn't suddenly make you an expert on relationships. Right. Especially if you've had none, no previous experience, good or bad, to base something. Because every relationship you've been in, either you're like, I like the way that this, I did this, and this person did this, or I hated the way I acted, and I hated the way this played out. So you, like, learn, like, good or bad, you learn. Right. I mean, I don't know what you're going for or what it is, right? Is it a marriage counselor that helps you learn how to be married, Mm -hmm. how to communicate with somebody, or is it couples therapy, like, we have a problem, we got to work through it? I don't know if there's a difference. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, even if there's not something wrong, that could still be helpful. Right. Especially if you just want tools. Right. To know things. Uh, 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD, and Aaron is on. Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm good, Corbin. What's going on, man? Well, not much, buddy. What do you think? Uh, Man, you know what? I was married uh, real young, uh, right after high school. I dated a girl for four years. Uh, things happened. I was dumb and stupid and, uh, it didn't go well and she wanted to do therapy. And I actually had the same kind of mentality that this guy has where I was like, no, man, there's no reason, uh, for me to want to listen, have somebody else tell me what my problems are. If I can't figure it out, I don't need to pay somebody else to do it or whatever. And, uh, that marriage ended badly. Um, now I'm in a new relationship. This is years later, obviously. Um, and I still kind of don't really, for me, I'm, I've grown a lot, so I don't see the point in doing that, but I'm in a place now with a person that it's worth it to me if that's something that we needed to do, that I would totally sacrifice that money. Like, what, what's, what is that? It's not a big deal. I mean, because she could have, you know, six figures put up somewhere anyway, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, you're, but you're saying uh, but it's, it's not about the therapy and whether it works or not. It's about the person I'm in a relationship wants to try something. Right, absolutely. If there's something that we can maybe just see if it can help us out, what's the risk in like spending a couple bucks here and there to make sure that like I'm happy with the person that I love? And they're happy with you. Right. Right on, man. Excellent. Aaron, thanks, buddy. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks, guys. All right, man. See you later. Uh, this is a text. It's not a waste of time. It is a waste of money. Uh, it depends on the person. Like any help, you have to go in with an open mind. That is true. Go to Dave is on the phone. Hi, Dave. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good, sir. What do you think? 
Uh, so I can tell you that we have um, used uh, family therapy on one or more occasion, um, and it had some of the things that it really teaches you to do. You have to learn. You're going to have arguments. Arguments are part of any relationship, but you have to learn how to argue fair, um, and and that's one thing that I know it taught us how to do um, because we were, you know, um, it, when you get into an argument, it's easy for you to start making the cheap shots, you know, um, trying to be hurtful. And once you really understand that, you know, that's really not your intent, there's usually an underlying process or something that's causing you to feel that way. And you're just not good at vocalizing it. And so a lot of times that those people can help you uh, figure out what that is. And then the other person's going, well, I had no idea that was really the source or, or what upset you. So, um, um, I know that, uh, um, we had a problem with one of my kids, uh, growing up, he got into some, some bad stuff and my wife was all felt like I was always being really harsh on him. And, uh, so we, it was one of the topics we went and they, uh, turned around and figured out that the, the therapist literally told her, he said, you grew up in a house with all girls. He grew up in a house with all boys. He's probably better equipped to handle some of this, which was hard for my wife to hear. But when she understood that, all of a sudden it changed, and she and I were on the same page, and we, you know, everything worked out great after that. So our Jenny's I match. For anybody. I can handle this better. <laughs> <laughs> right on, yeah. Dave, yeah. Thank that you so tough. much. That was tough for here to hear. You yeah. Bet. Have Bye. a good one. See you later. Uh, Jamie is on. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What do you think? Well, I think, because I've been married for several years, and I've been with my husband since high school. And I think that couples therapy, whether one or both of you want to take it, I think it is a good thing. Because why? Well, because if you've been with someone for so long, and you've only been with each other, you might not even know what you want in your relationship and could be um, uncomfortable to talk about, you know, because you think you know each other so well and you don't even know what you want. Uh, a therapist might open things up between you and the relationship and what you've been missing. Have you ever been? No, I've never been to therapy with my husband or by myself, but I feel like if that's something we needed, I would be open to it. Okay. Very good. Jamie, thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. All right, see you later. A text came in and said, if you value your marriage, you should exhaust every option to try and salvage your relationship if you truly love one another. I like this text. I met my current wife at marriage counseling. <laughs> I'm, I'm so curious. Is she your marriage counselor? It's like, hey, he's not any good for you, but I'll take him. Learning to communicate is never a waste of time or money. Uh, what do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD. Sam, she uh, wants to go to marriage counseling. She says to get the right tools to be the best they can possibly be. And he says going to therapy to pay a stranger to tell you how to do something is dumb or a waste of time. What do you think? Um, I think you pay to go to the doctor to tell you what's wrong with your body. I feel like going, I don't think it's a waste of time because... They tell you tools on how to communicate better. And especially if you don't have any other experience of what a good relationship or a bad relationship is, I feel like getting advice from somebody who went to school and studied it and knows a bunch of different techniques is a good thing. And that, you know, maybe don't be as closed-minded about it and you could end up getting a lot from it. But at the very least, your partner wants to do this. So you should participate because that's what the relationship is. Gimpy. 
Yeah, I never been to counseling, therapy, couples therapy, single persons therapy. Never believed in it. Never really cared. Um, so my advice is pretty well null at this point. I mean, if it works, if you think it'll work, give it a shot. It's going to be hard to convince him because he. I feel he has the same mindset as I do and previous caller as well. Um, but Sammy's right. I mean, if it means something to him, he should probably go ahead and do it, at least for you to appease you and make you happy. Because essentially, if mama's not happy, then ain't nobody happy. So uh, give it a shot. It all boils down to just go talk to the man. Uh, I would say that um, if my wife said we're going to be vegetarians because it's going to help our marriage or our family, I'd be like, okay, what do I care? Well, what does it matter? Ultimately, what does it matter? Whether I spend that money at the bar or I spend it going to a therapist, what's the difference? Mm. Right? If Because for me, my goal is to be the best dad and father and husband I can be. So for me, it makes if that's what we got to do, okay, if she wants to burn sage, mm-hmm. we'll burn sage. I don't care. But if he doesn't want to go, that doesn't mean you don't have to go. You could go on your own. Yeah, and still learn those tools. Right. But... I would guess that's not, this isn't a new thing for him to be like, no. Because some guys see therapy as being, it makes you a, a wuss. Yeah. Or a weakling. Or, or that, it's not macho. I was going to say that it's not manly. But I, it, why not have somebody that's trained to help you through that stuff or understand how the mind works kind of help you? I don't, I don't see the disadvantage in that. Because yeah. to me, life is a kick in the ball. So why not get somebody to kind of help you manage it? What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to go there and not like it? At least you're going to know that you don't like it. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. Yeah. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. I have two yin and yangs to share. One, I I don't care. And the other one, I'm like, ugh, that's kind of bizarre. I kind of care about that. One of them is uh, Ben Affleck is in the news because he apparently fell off the wagon. He's apparently was uh, recently celebrated being one year sober. And he was seen um, apparently gambling and inebriated. Oh, and I looked at that like I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay, like oh, that's that is a long road. Yeah, Doctor Phil says that you're supposed to with any of those alcoholism or gambling. That part of the road to recovery is falling off the wagon a couple times so well, yeah with any addiction you're gonna fall off a couple times until you finally get it and you're like okay I'm so I, I see that and i'm like i i don't care mm. but yeah he's trying to figure it out and then i see this headline from pete townsend and he's saying his 2003 child pornography arrest saved his life i don't ever <laughs> want that to be something i say <laughs> right <laughs> But you say it, you say it, man. Everybody hits rock bottom when you have those problems, man. You hit rock bottom and bring yourself back up. Maybe that was his rock bottom. I'd like to think that was his rock bottom. No, that's no, because that implies it's okay. No, I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just saying, you know, at least he realized, oh, man, damn it. 
All right. Maybe she no, he was me. looking at child pornography and he was like, this is fine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not in Pete's head, but yeah. I'm no, not- but what you're saying is mm-hmm. that like he was like, oh, this is- Thank God someone stopped me from doing that. No, I'm just saying. Well, why that, do you know? You should have stopped yourself. You are absolutely right. You should have never put yourself in that position to begin with. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, so I, I just see it as like, you know, if you go out drinking or whatever and you're trying to figure that out, yeah, that's, that's like a thing, right? Mm. It's a social norm that's around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People do it. Some people struggle with it. Some people don't. Looking pain in a legal website to look at <laughs> kids is not okay in any way, shape, or form. Right. You gambling too much and, you know, you're hurting yourself. Alcohol, drinking too much, you're hurting your liver. Child pornography, you're hurting other people. We should point Children. out. Children. Yeah. We should point out he was cleared of any major crimes after authorities determined that he didn't download any photos from the site. And that uh, he says his arrest actually may have saved his life because it indirectly led him to discovering he had colon cancer. (laughs) Well, that's an odd chain of events. Uh, He said, I was waiting for the police to go through my computers. I decided to have a long postponed colonoscopy. What? (laughs) The exam revealed that he had a cancerous polyp, which his doctors would have told him would have killed you in six months. So it saved my life. He claims that he accessed the website because he was researching child abuse and he was interested in providing the the big banks that big banks were involved in the child pornography industry. What a crazy line to use. No, I'm doing research. I'm just trying to see if those corporate America is behind it, huh? Wow. If you're a researcher, I might buy that excuse. Right. But you're Pete Townsend. You're Pete Townsend, man. <laughs> Uh, he said the arrest saved my life in other ways too because it freed me from this notion that I could fix everything the arrogance of the charity work the arrogance of the mentor my white knight syndrome okay I'll buy that that he had like this white knight syndrome that he because he was Pete Townsend that he could save people or things I'll, I'll, I'll buy that just a weird headline to use. Child <laughs> pornography saved my life. Really? Because you probably should have died. Ooh. For not being into <laughs> yeah. that. Tonight, the World Series game number six between the Astros and the Nationals on the mound for the Houston Astros will be Justin Furlander. And it will be Steven Strasburg for the Nationals trying to keep their season alive and force a game seven where the question then will be, will Max Scherzer be available for the Nationals after he was a last-minute scratch with back and neck spasms for game number five? Speaking of baseball, baseball has indefinitely banned two women who flashed their chest on television during the seventh inning of the Game 5 World Series on a Sunday night, according to an MLB spokesman. Pittsburgh Steelers rallied to beat the Dolphins on Monday Night Football 27-14 last night. Mason Rudolph, former Oklahoma State Cowboy, 251 yards and two touchdowns in his first start after getting knocked unconscious earlier this month. Pittsburgh now 3-4, and four, still alive in the division, and the Dolphins fall to 0-7. Chargers are making changes to their coaching staff. They fired offensive coordinator Ken Wisenhunt on Monday night. The move to get rid of Wisenhut came from left field, but it was the right decision for the team moving forward, currently averaging less than 20 points per game and around 350 total yards of offense. We've got the trade deadline, which will hit today 
at 3 o'clock Central Time. And keep an eye on former Bixby Spartan and current member of Denver's Broncos secondary, Chris Harris. He has to be the highest-end corner on the trade market, and it's going to take at least a second-round pick to get him out of Denver. Ian Rappaport reported the Redskins are now changing their mind on former Sooner offensive lineman Trent Williams. They're now open to the idea of trading their franchise left tackle. Right now, it seems to be that the Redskins are looking for a first-round draft pick in the upcoming draft to get Trent Williams out of Washington. And one final note as we say goodbye The NCAA and their top decision makers are meeting today in Atlanta for the first formal discussion about modifying the rules currently prohibiting college athletes from making money by selling the rights to their names, image, or likeness. That's Baltimore. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We are going to do a little bit of to tell the truth right now. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD for To Tell the Truth. You can also text BMMS and then whatever it is to 82945. Sam, do you have something? Yeah, we got a text message that came through and wants to know that um, what our favorite voice, as far as someone on the radio, was for us growing up. Okay. Your favorite radio personality growing up. Um, I listen, or I grew up in Tucson, and the morning show was John Jane Rich, and I listened to that religiously every morning, and I thought for sure that War of Roses, War of the Roses, was like a hundred percent real. And I would be, like, blown away that people were so stupid that they would actually get caught cheating. And me and my friend would text about it because we both had jobs early in the morning. And we were, like, P1 listeners of that show. (laughs) Uh, Gimpy. Oh, he's on the phone. Um, Mine, growing up, was, like, Mark Hansen. He was on Rock 108 KFMW. Like, that was what I grew up listening to. And then as I got older... Um, I mean, there were so many. Bubba the Love Sponge, Howard Stern, um, just guys like that. Will Pendarvis. I used so. to listen to Loveline, and I'd listen to it mm-hmm. very quiet in my room because I didn't want my dad to hear me listening to a show that talked about sex. What about you, Gimpy? Uh, I listened mostly for music. Didn't really get into personalities at all. I mean, yeah, I grew up listening to Casey Kasem. A little shaggy there, but uh, that's about it until I stumbled across Biggie, and I was like, well, this is fun. And here we are now. Uh, Courtney is on now. Hi, Courtney. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? Good. What do you have for to tell the truth? Well, I was wondering what is the best, I guess, scary movie that you guys refused to watch after the first time seeing it? <laughs> fun. <laughs> Sam? I am a horror film fanatic, so oh. I'm always curious what someone watched, and they said, I will never watch it again. It was too much. Why Sam? While Sam's thinking, what's yours? Well, weirdly enough, it's The Bone Collector. <laughs> that movie scared me. I don't want to ride in a Lyft, an Uber, or anything. 
<laughs> is that the one with Morgan Freeman? I think so. And like, I'm terrified of reaching for door locks on cars now because they were like filed to a pick. Yeah. And I couldn't get out of the car. Den- no, I'm sorry. Denzel Washington, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It just messed with me. I can't. I don't know why because I love all of the other horror films that you can imagine, but that one I just won't watch again. Okay. Sam? Uh, mine was The Pet Cemetery. I watched the... My parents wouldn't let me watch it. I snuck behind a couch and watched it when my older sister was, <laughs> and it super messed me up. I was then afraid of, like, cats being in the vents of our house, and I was, like, afraid of everyone's animals, and, yeah, it really scarred me. I watched the recent one, the remake of it, um, and it was not as good or scary as I remember at all, and even the remake's not that scary. Uh, Gimpy, yeah. The Human Centipede, one, two, and three. You watched all three of them? <laughs> I tried to, man. It was I watched the first one. I'm like, this, no, why, why? <laughs> and then I seen they came out with sequels. I'm like, all right, let's just see. I'm curious, and no. I don't think I have one. Like, I didn't watch that one with Jennifer Lawrence with the baby eating just because I didn't want to watch a baby. I wasn't particularly scared. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I have one that I, I'm, I'm scared of. Like, I won't. You know what I mean? Like, I'm terrified I can't watch again. I'm sure there is one. I just can't. One can't pop can't in my brain. It. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the call. Have a great day. Hey, you guys do the same. All right, Courtney. See you later. Michael is on. Hi, Michael. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What do you have for to tell the truth? Um, is water wet? This guy. It depends. What do you think? Uh, I think water is not wet. Yeah, it makes things wet. Water in itself is not wet. Okay, what is it? I don't know. Just it's just water. Right, but it it has to be wet for it to make other things wet. Yes. No. You can't get something wet with something dry. <laughs> I mean, that is true, but. Ooh, stoner out, stoner thought. (laughs) Stoner guy. (laughs) That's what happened there. I've been told that I am probably the best stoner without even uh, being a stoner, so. Okay, right. Like, no, you're the best stoner without actually being a stoner. (laughs) Right, okay. Do you have another one of your stoner thoughts for not being a stoner? Um, no, I just, like, well, hmm. Yeah, you've just yeah, proved uh, that, that, that award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got one. I've got another one. Okay. Is a pop tart is a pop tart ravioli? Is a pop tart ravioli? No, no, of course not. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it could be. No. Yeah, no. yeah, it's, it's bread, kind of, it's dough, it's and it's got ravioli. filling inside, and it's pinched on the on the, around the edges. Then you can, right. oh, Then is a ravioli a pop tart? Yes, it's a savory pop tart that you put in soup. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, stupid. So ravioli also would be a pot sticker then. Absolutely. No, no. Just a Chinese no, no, ravioli. No, no. Goodbye, is Michael. A no. Chinese pot no. sticker. We're stopping. Uh, or no, yeah, an yeah, Italian pot sticker. An Italian pot sticker. Yeah. Yes. If no fancy coffee house is available like Starbucks, where are you going and what are you getting? I'm going to the station and getting the free hot water <laughs> and making. Teabagging. Uh, Starbucks is closed. I teabag. That's that's my plan B. Gimpy does that already. So already. that's his plan oh, A. Major fancy Starbucks. 
I mean, I think any coffee is fine. Yeah, it doesn't bother me any at all. Whatsoever. If I have my choice, mm-hmm. I'm picking the, like a Starbucks, but I, coffee is coffee. Like, yeah. I don't have a... Oh, as long as I've got a little bit of cream and a little bit of raw sugar or regular sugar, I'm fine. That's it. That's it. I've had really good and I've had really bad. In the end, it all tastes like garbage. Uh, which three celebrities would you most like to have sex with? John Oliver, Maria Brink, Barack Obama. God damn, she rattled that one off quick. Okay, take your time. Uh, <laughs> Gimpy? Uh, Kate Upton, uh, Kate Beckinsale. I'm looking for another famous Kate just because. Um, let's see here. And Kate Winslet just because that's the name that came up. Sure. Um, my Charlotte McKinney, Meghan Markle, and Jennifer Aniston. Nice. I, I don't have a list. I'm just naming people that popped into my brain. Yeah. Oh, I don't either. Those are just people popped in my brain. Yeah. For sure. No. You rattle I, that one off too no. fast I, I, to I just be popped I literally into your don't know what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not going to talk about the definition of wet. Uh, if you were I, so rich that you could have any restaurant inside your house, what would it be? I like that. Easy. Starbucks. <laughs> well, you just get coffee Boom. and pastries. All Well, that's right up her alley. Never mind. Though. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> you know you can do that now. Oh, because you don't get drip. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Gimpy? Uh, GC, man. Set up the Golden Corral in my house. Hell yeah. You got a smorgasbord of everything you want, including the chocolate fountain. Gross, because everything in his house is already sticky, yeah, so. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> might as well. Uh... I'm picking raising canes. Nice. The French fries are awesome. <laughs> the cane sauce had plenty of cane sauce. What's your favorite '80s movie, but not the popular ones? <laughs> uh, I eat Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller, ones that are not as well known, but you think are awesome. First of all, what? Hmm. What does that mean? It's how a hipster would, that's like I want also hipsters to would, talk to me about hipster are you, things. Are you asking for like Toxic Adventure? Right. Because Heather's. Would fall into if it's if I say it and people know it doesn't that make it popular? Yes. I'm I'm not sure I understand the question. Maybe I didn't read it correctly. Uh, how many times have you stubbed your little toe? I did it last night. Got up to go to the bathroom and hit it on the corner of the um, door frame. Because you know worst. you kind of sleep and you're stumbling mm-hmm. and just dinked it right on the corner of the door frame. That hurts worse, I think, than the the furniture. Yeah. Because there's no give. None. At all. Mm -hmm. What always super hurts is if I drop the remote or my vape on the very top of my foot. Like if I'm going to crawl out of bed and it falls off or whatever, there's like a sweet spot in my foot where I had the bunion surgery that's numb. But if anything falls or pressure hits on it, it just, there's this one certain point in my foot. it, It brings me down like the... The, <gasps> takes sure. your breath away. Right, everything's a little more sensitive right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, when was the last time you stubbed your toe, your little toe? Um, a month ago. Gimpy. I want to think. I think it's last week. Sometime. I think that's about right. Walking through the house and caught it on the caught it on the couch. Uh, this says, "Would you rather be rich or healthy?" Sam. Mm, I would rather be rich because then I could just pay to get myself healthy again. 
Yeah, how's that working out? Well, I'm not rich. Yeah, you're also paying to get yourself healthy, and that ain't working. Yeah, true. That's a tough one. Yeah. It's healthy. The answer's healthy. Why? Because you will, you actually are living. You're actually rich when you're healthy. You can actually work to make more money. You can be do stuff. If you're yeah, rich, you might not be healthy. You might be laying in a bed. Think of bedazzled, right? Like you could, it may not be that great. Yeah, but rich people seem to like live longer and they get better, better access to medical care. And so, you know, presidents. Did that work well for Steve Jobs? Oh, yeah. I know, but there's Still a bunch dead. of, I, yeah, but there's a bunch of, you know, other examples of that, of people that have really good health care and live till like their night, like the Queen of England. She's had the best health care her whole life. That's why she's never going to die. She's 90-something already. Or or she has good genes. I mean, or... There's that possibility as well. She's rich and been taken care of her whole life, so... Yeah, you keep your health. I'm going with the money. Okay. Sam? Yeah, I'm still going with money. Yeah, I'm picking health, (laughs) for sure. Uh, What's your go-to road trip food? Whether, Whether it's a place you have to stop at or food you have to bring along. I'll go because I know mine top of my head. Yeah. Uh, sunflower seeds. Okay. Beef jerky's mine. Have to have a bag of beef jerky. Big old honking bag of Jack Links. I just can't. I don't have a beef jerky go-to. Really? I can't, yeah. I don't like sweet beef jerky. Mm. I don't like super spicy beef jerky. Just like kind of in the middle peppered. Peppered no. isn't that uh, spicy? Yeah, I don't like all that. Mm. And so sunflower seeds are always like past the time. Right. Make like a little game out of it. Sam? I hate road trips. I get nauseous in cars, so mine would be ginger ale. <laughs> uh, what, what does the drama mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's my go-to road trip I, snack. Road trips sound <laughs> awful. That's not fun for me. No way. Road trips uh, are great. To tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD, or you can text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. If you had to be hooked on one drug other than weed... What would you choose? Oh, my God. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with meth because... Wow. I mean, if you're going to be... Yeah, if you're going to be hooked on a drug, clearly that drug is awesome because there's so many people ruining their face and their <laughs> lives because of it. I so, literally don't know anybody that has said meth is awesome. Never. Yeah. Never. Cocaine, ever. heroin, yes. For real. For but real. Ne- I have never <laughs> heard somebody... Why well, I'll tell you that it's not good. I don't I've know anybody that says meth is awesome. <laughs> clearly, it's so awesome, people are willing to destroy their lives and their faces because of it. No, so, it's an easy, cheap high. That's uh, why. There you, go. there you go. Okay, I'm still choosing meth. Go big or go home. If I have to be addicted, if I have to be addicted to something, I'm gonna choose meth. Gimby. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's a fun party drug right there. Okay, and you get the same effects as you do with the meth. You got your energy. You're ramped up. You're doing whatever. You can still sleep at night. You're not gonna be up for four days. On cocaine? Yes, yes. I could do a bump of cocaine right now, be solid, go to bed tonight, wake up tomorrow, go to work like it ain't nothing. You give me a bump of meth right now, I'm up for the next two days. And then on day three when I'm coming into work, oh, it's just not good. It's not good. So you have to pick one. I'm gonna go with the cocaine. And you can get so much more than you can meth. You can make crack out of it, you can freebase it, you can snort it. There's so many different ways. Just saying. Uh, ecstasy. 
but everything would feel awesome all the time. The thing Ew. about it is, is you got to think about like the long-term effects on these sort of things, right? Like with meth, Sam already pointed out, it's going to ruin your face, it's going to ruin your skin, it's going to you're going to blow your, your sinuses out. Well, I'm okay with that because then you can start smoking it or you can eat it. The thing, ah. with, the thing with the ecstasy, though, if you've seen studies of like what ecstasy, long-term <laughs> use of ecstasy does to your brain, it turns it to moosh. Way worse. So does than, cocaine. Way worse than any other drug that you will ever come See, across. See, the thing is, is ecstasy is not a longevity drug because, like, it kills all your serotonin in your brain. So just, just hear me out. Settle, <laughs> settle, Corby. No, I'm not shaking my head at you. I'm shaking my head at both of you. Yeah, just, just arguing me... the finer points of either one of these drugs is compl- the question's dumb in itself. I just, I just want to, I just want to get this out. Listen, to your choice you. and your re- reasoning on which drug would be better, Miss Meth, I'm not Ms. interested Meth. in. Okay. Okay, cool. Just I'm not. Me... No, I'm not interested in it at all. Fun. Because you want to do meth. You think that's the better drug? Yeah. You think meth would not do any of those things to your brain? No. Literally between ecstasy and meth, you're picking the loser there. Again, if we have to, ch- I'm not arguing this. I actually don't care enough. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue it anymore. You're the one that wanted to argue care. it. I'm done. <laughs> I was gonna say quaaludes, but oh my, not God. readily available. Can't get them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Roast hens. Uh, <laughs> to tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD. Somebody sent one about the millionth att- uh, podcast. Uh, Sam, how upset were you with that Corbin was joking about the guardianship? Or did you know he was joking from the beginning? No, I didn't know he was joking from the beginning, and I wasn't mad at him. Corbin tried Jack's Jack Link's sweet and hot beef jerky. It's the a good middle coming. Literally, I said <laughs> he doesn't like the sweet jerky or hot. <laughs> so why would I pick the one that <laughs> is that? <laughs> it's both. <laughs> Ooh, this is so sweet! Oh my god, my mouth is on fire. <laughs> Your family is drowning, but you can only either. Save your significant other or your or your children. Which do you choose, <laughs> Sam? Easy, my significant other, because I ain't got no kids. So yeah, but the idea all is, of ours you, imaginary. You also don't have a partner, so. <laughs> I have a significant other. I do. I have a significant other. I don't have a husband. Right, but I think sir. the idea is you got to play the fantasy if you had kids. I mean, I know I'm supposed to say kids because people with kids say kids, and so I feel like that's what I'm supposed to say, but. Person I love the most right now is Jeff. Okay, Gimpy. Save the kids. Children are the future. Yeah, she's lived a good life. Save the kids. <laughs> and I hope she would say the same for me. For real. Yeah, you've lived a good amount of time. The kids are just starting. Right, right. Five years compared to like thirty something yes. years or whatever. Yes. The math is right there. Yes. <laughs> Do y'all still eat s'mores cereal, Sam? Uh, yes. It's in the rotation. For sure. Yeah, it's in the rotation. Would you rather have your hair pulled or your butt slapped? We're going to go to Sam Both? last. Gimpy. Oh. <laughs> if you can pull my hair, good for you, right, but... Right. Um, what act are we talking? Like, just in general? Like, you come up behind somebody, boom, good game, slap on the ass? I mean, I can or, give you the visual if you want. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> right, right. Oh, or. Right, right. Okay, I like the way you're you out on that one. Yeah. The old Robin Williams Yeah, bit? that was a good one. <laughs> Which one? 
Because I think the latter, I want my hair pulled. Yeah. Yeah. I think all in all. Like you're driving a truck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm like that one. I'm going with the hair pulling as well. Okay, Sam, now it's your turn. Uh, Hair pull. Like, like one? No, one hurts. You have to get all of it. Plink. Like yeah. pull the, the ponytail or like mm-hmm. grab a handful? No. Wrap your arm around it. Yes. Pull. No. Hold it. Ponytail. Like, whoa, boy. <laughs> or, whoa, girl. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5. KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. And they put together a list of apps you should make sure you do not have on your phone. That these are 17 apps that they think are corrupt in regards to can get personal information off your phone oh, that's without nice. your knowledge. One of them is called Spar- uh, Smart GPS Speedometer. Don't you have one of those Sam, on Sam, your car Sam, already? you don't have any of these. Oh, I do. okay. No, there's no way you have any of these. Okay. I'll say them, and if you feel like you might, okay. then I want you to look. But do you think you honestly have Smart GPS Speedometer? Mm. No. To me, that sounds like a bike riding app. Mm, okay. Like bicycle okay. riding app. Okay. That's fair because most bicycles don't have a speedometer. Right. Mm-hmm. And to tell you where you're at, where you're going, right? Okay. Uh, RTO vehicle information. <laughs> no. EMI calculator and loan planner. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'd- yeah. Mm-mm. Crick one live cricket scores. <laughs> Safe to say no. Daily fitness yoga poses. No. <laughs> FM radio, internet radio. No. I have the iHeartRadio app. Why would I need that? Right. Uh, my my train info. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to check. Ooh. That sounds familiar. There's Tom, there's Steve, there's John, there's... Around Me Place Finder, Easy Contacts Backup Manager, Mm-mm. Restaurant Finder Find Food, No. BMI Calculator BMR Calc, Nope. Dual Accounts, nope. Video Editor, Smart Video Compress, no, nobody has any of these. You Maybe I might buy the occasional very techie person or someone who loves cricket. Right, <laughs> but nobody. I don't has even all know these. a cricket fan. <laughs> what do you think is the mo- what app on your phone is the most janky in Ooh. terms of it's not associated with like NBC or a co- you know what I mean like a company? Mm-hmm. Man, mine is probably going to be. Yeah, I don't think I have any. All mine are like from major companies. Right, came preloaded on the phone or whatever. No, 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 no. Like, okay. no, no, no. Like Showtime. Oh, okay. HBO Go. Yale or Cleaners. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Yahoo Fantasy. Yeah, I've got a lot of like fashion. I've rent the runway, Fashion Nova. Um, and then I have a lot of like Quick Trip, Poshmark. Tattoo do is probably the maybe the most mm-hmm. janky one that I have. And it's like a it's like a social media of tattoos. So you just oh, okay. you can look up tattoos and see a bunch of different tattoos and things like that. Well, that's neat. Yeah. Mm, yep, I don't think I have any. Gimpy? Yeah, I'm looking through here, and I, I, if I got to pick one, it's going to be this this game, Homescapes or whatever, which is like a Candy Crush match three, you know, Best Fiends sort of thing or whatever. But oh, the rest that's of where them, you like, like, like there's like a person, and, and they're walking through whatever, uh, uh, the wilderness, and you're like, oh, you need a rope, you need a fire, you need this? No, no, this is you are the you play the part of Austin, and Austin is a butler, and Austin is trying to rebuild his parents' house. So you got to match three like you do with the best fiends and Candy Crush and all that. You unlock stupid, you know, things to help decorate your house. I think we're in a Halloween phase now, so I'm putting up ghosts and pumpkins and stupid stuff like that. When do you play this? Uh, Usually at home after I'm all said and done and I'm just sitting there watching TV and it's in the background and play around or when I'm outside smoking or whatever. That would probably be about it. I mean, I've got a Call of Duty app on there and a PUBG, but those are major labels. Yeah, those are major companies. Right, Snapchat, Facebook, all that stuff. So I don't have any games that I play. This I, thing came preloaded with a buttload of games, and I'm like, I don't even want to mess with any of them. Speaking so, of... Oh, sorry, Homescapes you went and sought out. That one didn't oh, come I've on your phone. That, I've had that one for like three phones now. For three phones now. I've been playing it for a while. Uh... I was listening to a thing yesterday, and they were talking about scams on the computer, on your phone, Mm -hmm. and the most common scam that people fall for that is available through their phone. Can you guess what it is, what platform they use, Mm -hmm. and what it is associated with purchase-wise? Amazon? Instagram. Okay. And clothes. Okay. Like the one that, uh, that they did to me. It's the number one scam because what people will do is they will see that there's a website and then go to the website and think it's legit. Mm -hmm. And there are countless people that buy stuff that get solicited to on Instagram and think they've got to make a decision right then because maybe there's a special code that's only available right now Mm -hmm. and that people get tricked into buying stuff and that it just goes to some person and you don't ever get your product. Ever. You just pay for something. No, you just give someone money, essentially, unknowingly. That's what I mean. You think you're paying for something and you never get it back. Yeah, you never get your your shirt or your skirt or your necklace or whatever it is. Yeah, I can see that. I've never bought anything through Instagram. Oh, I totally have. I I bought my boyfriend, I I got him those underwear with my face on it. Through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay, so not... Hey, we have a website. You bought it through the website. I'm saying it was through Instagram. They gave you an email address and you emailed them, like uh, or a PayPal or Venmo or something. Oh uh, well, no, I saw the ad on Instagram and then I clicked from Instagram to okay. the website. Yeah, because you can have Instagram be your business. That yeah. can be your page. I've, yeah, I've never bought anything through Instagram. Just been like sold to from them. Also, like this makeup sponge that was supposed <laughs> to like not soak up product. It's and a sponge. It's literally in the name. That's it's supposed to do. No, I know, but it's different. It's not like a beauty blender. It has this stuff on it, and it doesn't soak up product. It's supposed to, the product sits there 
on top of it, and so you're not wasting as much product. Okay, so it's not soaking into the sponge, and you therefore right. having to use twice as much. Right. Your sponge looks beautiful, but your face looks busted. How'd that work yes. out? Um, not very good. I didn't like it. So back to my other one. Because it. It's too furry, and I just didn't like it. <laughs> it's too furry. It was, like, fuzzier. I just didn't like the feeling of it. So What's, I bought, like, three of them, so then I just gave them to my friends. Like, hey, you can try this. What's the biggest ripoff you've bought online? Mm, uh, probably, like, clothes that were a crappy quality that it looked better online than when I got it. Like anything off the Wish app? I've never bought anything from the Wish app, but yes, yeah, similar to that. You're mm. like, oh, this is completely different. But the Wish app keeps like on my Facebook just trying to sell me like dildos and like <laughs> crotchless panties and like weird stuff. They have the most through. random stuff. And I'm like, why are you why are choosing you, why are you to show that me up? that? I don't know that I am. Because I mean, that's what it's based on, right? It's whatever they think you might be interested yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently you have Googled dildos before and crotchless panties and so on and so forth. <laughs> Strap-ons. Uh, listen, it's okay. They they hit me with crack pipes every now and again, so I get do it. They really? they do they really? They do, and they'll like have a picture of like those little postage bags, with, like some crystalline, you know, substance in it. And I'm like, why are you? Why? Why am I getting this? There's literally <laughs> nothing on here that I would want, except maybe this Nicolas Cage pillow. There's nothing on here. <laughs> the, like the stuff on there is endless. It's crap. Endless. Yes, it's, it's yeah. endless. Crap. It's endless crap. But there's like an incredible amount of stuff they have on there. Yeah, it's ju- but it's just crap. There's literally nothing anyone needs on here. Nope. It isn't like going to the dollar store mm-hmm. and finding something, mm-hmm. right? That you can get at a discount. This is literally just crap. Uh, stocking stuffers, or maybe like you know, company Christmas party gifts, just cheap. Mm-hmm. Chachki gifts. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. you might be onto something there, but literally, there is no reason to be buying insoles from this website <laughs> <laughs> or a Spider Man mask or a dinosaur ladle <laughs> or 17 belay clips for a dollar. Noise. Or a stocking cap with a headlight. Nice. <laughs> or a glove that fits over the vent of your car so you can put your hand in it to get all the heat. I don't know. A pair of socks that says F off on the bottom of them when you put your feet up. Oh, that might be worth it. I don't know anything lazier than instead of saying F off, <laughs> than to buy socks so you don't have to say it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. The, uh, there is, okay, this is actually a pretty cool costume. For $27, you get this alien costume that looks like you're the alien, but your head sticks out and you're the person. That's a pretty cool blow-up costume. Yeah, but when you get it, it's going to be like the size of your thumb and made out of see-through material. material, Yeah. Yeah. They got these chicken socks here that's pretty solid, you know? No. Socks that (laughs) got chicken legs. No. There is nothing, yeah, there's nothing good here. That's what you should do to someone that you hate, but you have to buy a present for. Just get them a gift card to oh, a Wish app. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> like, here's a $15 gift card. Enjoy your secret Santa. Bye.
For $2, you can get a pair of SpongeBob and Patrick shoes with matching socks. Oh, my God. That's dope. <laughs> Send me that link. They have to have other things. Sam, <laughs> I think you're onto something. shoes. I think you're onto something. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are right. This is the perfect, I have to find a gift for somebody that I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to spend a lot of money. And also, I don't like them. Because even... <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah, but if you... Okay, would you rather have a $20 gift card to the Wish app or just a $20 gift card? I mean, I hear what you're saying, but this would be more fun. Right. I mean, we're sitting here perusing the stuff. You know, if I had a $20 gift card, just $20 to blow somebody give it to me, yeah, man, I'd be like, all right. I'm getting that up. crack pie. Right, right. <laughs> give me those marijuana socks, huh? Yeah. Hook me up with a keychain pocket knife letter opener for a dollar. Right. Or this uh, cosplay LED costume mask with wires in it for $6. Cool. Yeah, I think that this, okay, I'm with you. (laughs) Christmas party this year, I'm getting somebody from me for $4 is getting a pair of waterproof protector shoe, boot cover, zip-up, rain shoe cover, anti-slip rain shoe cases, footwear covers. Nice. They literally look like plastic bags, but they're designed to look like a shoe. That's awesome. You're dumb. (laughs) People are dumb. God, we're dumb as humans. Things we care about. Oh, that's at least at least it'll be something original. They'll always remember your secret Santa gift of the fourteen dollar ramen hoodie. Yeah, right. Umbrella shaped like a duck. Cool. Sam, I got your engagement ring right here for a buck. Oh my god, it looks beautiful. I was gonna say no, but I actually don't care. <laughs> I'll take anything. Yeah, give, give me, me a half suck life saver. A goddamn paper <laughs> ring. I'll make it work. Sam, click on the fashion. The, for clothes and stuff. and Yeah, they have a lot of stuff. <laughs> All crap, I'm sure, but... Yeah. Why is everything a schmedium? Because <laughs> it's all made Everything's in China. Everything's a schmedium. It's made in China. They're all schmedium. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. I'm a Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today? I learned that, of course, Gimpy loves jerky and that Corbin isn't into sweet meat. Gimpy, what did you learn today? I would like to nominate Seaman Sam for Miss Amethica 2020. <laughs> and I also learned that... Uh, Maybe going to prison for a little while. You, you go ahead and check that back door for me. <laughs> uh, I learned that uh, Gimpy uses the same tactic Sam does when she can't get Starbucks. Uh, teabag. And I also learned that the second best feeling for Sam to being high on weed is skin infections, uh, ulcers, anxiety, violent behavior, seizures, and being up 3 to 15 days. <laughs> check off some of those. That's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Uh, yeah. Ready? Woo. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise.
enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Such a freaky girl, I love it. You're such a freaky girl, I love it. You're such a freaky girl, I love it. Your boyfriend is a door, make loving. I just pulled up in the ghost. Why are you making that face? Because I think I sent you an edited version of this. No, I got it pl- planted out of the system. Oh, okay. Got I'm you. always going to play it out of the system because it's a cleaner version. And cleaner, not swearing, cleaner audio wise. Right. Got you. Crisp. Okay. Why? Because the song is, you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. And it's been, the reason I picked it is because it's been stuck in my head for like three days and I can't stop singing it. And I've been like singing it under my breath and like I heard it. In the kitchen, and it was just on some playlist. And so Jeff's like, "What are you, what are you playing for me?" And I was like, "I'm trying to flirt with you." And so now this is flirting. I, I was being sarcastic, but now because I did that, it was funny between us. Mm. I can't get the song stuck out of my head, so I want to play it for you guys and get it stuck in your head. Uh, new tune, who dis? It's Kanye West <sighs> and Lil Pump. Well, it's Lil Pump with Kanye and then yeah. Kanye, but it's a Kanye song. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one where they wear those blocks. Okay. You've seen the I think you've seen the video. No, I haven't. I haven't seen a music video and what's been a while. It's like the first time I or I can like remember mm-hmm. that in this video Kanye West is like shows character on his face. What? Like I don't know how to explain it. He's like making adorable faces and being cute. I don't so- know. This it's is so a not new, Kanye. New song? Uh, like, I think it's been out for like over a year. year. Okay. Yeah. Relatively new. Though. Yeah. I love this song. I can't. Really? No, I do. I'm not sure what the love part is. Like, what is it's it just you love? It's catchy, and I like when people cuss in songs. And I just think it's funny and adorable. You're such a fucking, I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. Okay. Thanks, Kanye. <laughs> It just makes me happy. Why is everybody calling me a gay fish? It's the only thing I think of when I hear that name Kanye. Did you see? What? Do you know who Joel Olstein is? Oh, yeah. Yes. He's a preacher guy. Yeah. Out of Houston. Mm-hmm. He invited Kanye to hold service in his church. And I think that this is insane. Why is that? He's not a preacher. No, Kanye, Kanye- is. A no, no. But, but I get where he's at on that one. Because if you get Kanye in, you know how many motherfuckers are going to come to your church, he doesn't just need for it. Kanye. No. He doesn't need it. No. You don't think? It's not that. Mm-hmm. Kanye's holding church now. He's only going to do gospel music. He's playing church. He's, well, right, okay, yes. <laughs> but he thinks that he is actually <laughs> so holding insane. an actual church where he's teaching people stuff and they're playing music and huh. he's talking about God and it's like a thing now that he's only going to do 
godly stuff, gospel music, that that's it. So it's not because he wants to bring people in from his fan base, which is probably Mm -hmm. true, Mm -hmm. but Kanye is also saying that this is what he's going to do. So that's why it makes more sense. Jesus walks with him. It makes no no sense at all. There are plenty of people playing preacher. Yeah. So why Kanye? I mean, because... It's not like Joel Osteen needs the connection to certain people. He's pretty vanilla right. in terms of a lot of people. He's got enough money. Yeah. Right, right. He doesn't go he up doesn't to just to one anything. demographic or whatever. I get what you're saying. He doesn't need those people. The connection to a, a yeah, certain yeah. Uh, you know, skin tone or, right, right. or demographic. Right, right. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. He's got all that already. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Kanye's just weird. Kanye's just weird. Let's yeah. Just leave it like that. And then it makes sense to him for him to do what he's doing now and play church or, you know, whatever you want to call it. I get it. I get it. He just admitted that he has a porn addiction. Kanye does that, or Joel yeah. Osteen? Kanye. Kanye. I wouldn't be surprised if Joel Osteen did either. I, what, <laughs> if you look at human. it more than w- once, don't you have an addiction? Well, it depends. Once in your life, once in a week, or once like in 10-minute spam. Is it affecting your <laughs> daily life? Are, are you not going grocery shopping because you can't stop right. fapping it? Right. going go- grocery shopping. No, well, you said like, oh, if you look I at it know, more I'm once, you're I know, I'm talking about Kanye. Mm-hmm. Like, is he going grocery shopping? No. So what is it not affecting? Like, how is it affecting well, he can't spit mad rhymes because he's too busy, you know, spitting other things. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Can't be, God damn it. I'm trying to think the last time I was looking at porn and it's like it was in the way of something. Where I was like, like you were you you have to get somewhere, but yeah, you'd like, rather I watch this video. watching this. I can it's tell never you never happened. Never ever. Never, ever. Because you can always stop it and then go back if it's really that interesting to you. Which, by the way, aside from, you know, just banging, it's really not that interesting. There's no storyline. There's no plot. I mean, no. Tits and ass. (laughs) That is the plot. That's it. (laughs) They're banging. There's more than just a movie of porn just Mm -hmm. looking at. You know, the latest uh, Demi Lovato nudes that are leaks, uh, leaked, that is looking at porn. True. Anything that involves the naked body. But I've never been like, I can't do that today. I got to look at porn. Or, or I was going to go pick up my kids at four, but oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm late, so honey. A, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> so I was close. a couple weeks ago, I was late picking up Scarlett. And it wasn't for any other reason than I fell asleep. Right. Like it, <laughs> what? Did you fall asleep with your pants around no. your ankles and the tissue? Right. Post, post mortem? Right. No. <laughs> no. It wasn't any of that. Did you? You had to be like, oh, sorry. I got very tired. Yes, and I fucking hate it because I'm already looked at as an idiot because I'm a husband mm-hmm. picking up. You know, and a man picking it like, right. oh, that's cute. He's playing like he's a part, mm-hmm. right? Because it's so many like soccer moms, and so it's always like, oh, God, yeah. And it was the total quintessential. I got there and the Scarlet's sitting with the teacher, and she's trying to keep Scarlet occupied because mm-hmm. everyone's left. Mm-hmm. Everyone. How late Poor were girl. you? 15 minutes. That ain't so bad. What? They cleared out everybody in 15 minutes? Yeah. Listen, wow. these bitches will line up two hours early just to be the first in line so they don't have to wait in the pickup. I don't know if it is the same way with you, but it's always been that way with me. Like, all right, school gets out at like 2.30. These broads are lining up at 1 o'clock. What? Yeah. For real. To sit For in the real. car to, to wait? To sit in the car yeah. and wait. Because you, you can have, wait. 
No, because you have so much pickup. Like, there's so many. It's a, it's, it's, it's chaos. Uh, We're yes. not to that part yet because she's pre-K, so I have oh, to go yeah. in to get her. Oh, lucky. Uh, much easier. There's still that happening. I mean, people are lined up waiting. We can't even get in until a certain time, but there are people lined up waiting. Mm. Everybody's on their phone. It's so weird. They have signs. Uh, at least they did when I was picking up the kids from Owasso that, like, Put the phone down when you're picking your kids up. They, they had to put signs out for adults. Pay attention. Put your phone down. You're here to get your children. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I don't understand. Why would you show up an hour and a half early when you could just okay. come 30 minutes late to pick them up and you're well, not because, sitting there for 30 okay, minutes? That, you bring up a really great question. So you have, the pickup window is a very short window, mm-hmm. and everybody has to pick up at that time, and they have a system in place to make it happen quickly. Jump in. Yeah. And that if you're late and your kids, there is a financial penalty in some cases. They will charge you. For not picking your kid up on time. Not yeah, all but, schools, but most and of there's them. And no, there's, no, there's no, like, we'll be lenient. But, okay, mm-hmm. so, for example, high school. So 30 school, minutes late is not is an that, option. Is that, well, like, high school is the main that you're talking about where the problem is? No, elementary school. Elementary high school is the big high problem. High school, the motherfuckers got it under control. Those kids walk home or mm-hmm. drive home. Mm-hmm. And high school, you hardly have any parents picking up their kids unless it's like an early dismissal or something like that. Uh, middle school and elementary, elementary especially, especially is the worst. When I was picking up the middle schoolers, uh, when when they were in middle school, it wasn't that big of a deal, but with the elementaries, man, you'd sit in there, and I get there, I'm like, all right, well, I got like 15 minutes before the bell rings. That seems like an appropriate time to show up to pick somebody up, right? Mm-hmm. 15 minutes, and I am like next to last in line because I was there 15 minutes early. So early. if you show up there when the bell rings, mm-hmm. 3 o'clock, mm-hmm. what happens? You got to wait in line and you got to wait for all these motherfuckers to pick up their little booger picking kids and then get them in the fucking seats, put yeah. their goddamn seat belts yeah. on, get them in the seat. You're not supposed then, to get out of your car. No, no. But, okay, but so just stay with me. Mm-hmm. If you're there, so if, if you're last one, mm-hmm. whatever, you get there at three, the bell rings at three. How long are you then waiting to pick up your kid for? Oh, it could be anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, see, that's what I don't understand. Why mm-hmm. show up an hour and a half early when the max you're going to have to wait is 30 minutes right, on the other side? Right, right, But you want to be that first one in line so you can be first one out. I, I don't know why these soccer moms do it. I, can I don't understand that. I can give you some logical reasons. Soccer practice, piano lessons, dance recital, Time some skills. other commitment thing you've got to be to. Oh, like if you have to be certain, there at 3.30. Yeah. Hmm, gotcha. That and, makes sense. And it's this, there is a little, your point, I get your point. It just doesn't work that way. So you're going to sit, let's say school, like school gets out at 2.30. You're going to be like, I'm not leaving the house till (laughs) 2.45 to pick up my kid. No, but. To be there at three, 30 minutes late. I get it. I get, I get what you both are saying. It just makes zero sense to be somewhere at one when they get out at 2.30. So you're just sitting in your car. But you're there first. Mm -hmm. So you have plenty of time to get to dance recital and do the change and da, 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 da. Yeah, you're just... And I your workout like, class got over at 1245. <laughs> you got nothing else to do. I was going to say, are you not busy that yourself to have to be like, I've got time to just sit in my car for an hour and a half? I've seen this episode of Maury before. I'm just going to go ahead and go to school. By the way. Oh! <laughs> or you can just watch it on your phone now. Yeah, right. By the way. Oh, my God. By the way, nothing I do for my children makes sense. <laughs> 
What do you that's mean? That's the truth. Like that kind of stuff makes no sense, but you do it because it's what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's best that they know I'm here first. I care the most. Yes. Because <laughs> guess what? The first thing my daughter said was, hmm. why were you late? What happened? Where were you? Daddy was asleep. No, you're not going to say that. No. I'm so tired. Daddy's a goof. I'm sorry, sweetie. Yeah, I just, I, daddy lost track of time. Oh. Did she bring it up after that? Yes. But at least you were sleeping and not passed out drunk or at the bar drinking or stuck with a needle in your arm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's much better than what it could have been. It still is just, ugh, God. And now the teacher's like, hi. And you're like, ah, you're that person. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Everything okay? Yes. Everything is fine. Okay. She's ready to go. Thank you. <laughs> and so did you have to apologize to her? Why? I don't know. For holding her up? I don't know. I'm, no. I'm not going to apologize to her. Gotcha. Apologize I, well, I, to the kid. Yeah. I didn't know if like my husband was here to pick me up 15 minutes ago, sir, but that's fine. Good. He can wait. Yeah, wait a little bit longer. It's your job. For yeah. real, though. Life is full of inconveniences. Mm-hmm. sooner you get, we get used to them, the better we're all going to be. <laughs> Instead of thinking there's no such thing as inconveniences. Well, you're not at the point to where they're... I know the little one is, but like Scarlett's not taking care of herself. Is she bathing herself, getting her own food, stuff like that, right? You're still no, helping off out Off and on, okay. but not enough to be like, no, she's getting her own snacks or, yeah. um, or she's bathing herself yet. We're trying to get there. Mm-hmm. Because them two bathing at the same time is stupid. It is. It's a giant I pain in the ass. It. it does nothing but cause mess. Okay. Yes. It, it causes fights and arguments. You hear a lot more screaming. Stop it. Yes. No. Stop splashing. Put your yes. hands down. Stand up. Put the toy down. I'm trying to wash your face. Close your eyes. Close your mouth. Stop splashing. Stop splashing. Stop splashing. Stop splashing. <laughs> get everybody get out. She pooped in the bath. Everybody get out. You guys want to play. It is 20 minutes of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. It is a such a glorious moment when they can finally take care of themselves and pour their own cereal without making a giant mess and yeah. dress themselves, even if it is Frankenstein mismatch. I don't give a shit. What age is that, Gimpy? Oh, that's pro- that's around seven. Seven, I think, is, yeah, that's solid. Six and seven. She picks her clothes now, and she can get dressed by herself. Okay. She needs help with things certain, uh, certain things, uh, like buttons and stuff like that. But right. uh, typically... Because she's still trying to figure out how to put lotion on. Because mm-hmm. she has uh, some eczema issues that CBD American Shaman has helped out with. Ching, yeah. But uh, she has some lotion that she can't do by herself. Right on. So That's fun. That that that, yeah. that moment when that happens, you're going to be like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. What am I, do, you, do you need some? I got no, it, I won't. I, no, <laughs> I will be like, I'm going to take a dump. All right. See you later. Post dinner dump. Like, that's what go I'm going to do. Drink. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah. a Moscow mule. Right. Yeah. Do you know how many times like we've made like had an after made an after dinner drink and then done all that and by the time I go to the drink it's watered down and I'm like well this is fucking dumb. Yeah. I Chug do actually. It. No. Let's dump it out. <laughs> it's a waste. I but... feel like at at 44 I don't have to drink watered down alcohol. <laughs> gotcha. Right. I feel like I've earned that right. <laughs> You're right. You are absolutely right. I'm not 20. When you have a wine cellar, <laughs> I think that's when you're like, I don't have to drink watered-down liquor anymore. I, dude, I wish I had a wine cellar. That would mean I could have wine. Yeah. I'm at a, we're buying vodka, like small bottles of vodka. Like, are we talking like airline bottles or just like a half pint? Half pint. pints. Okay. Because okay. I don't want to... The Vodka's stupid expensive. It is. It's Every time we buy alcohol, I'm like, this is dumb. Why am I spending $40 
for a half liter. Yeah. But how long does that last you, though? 20 days? Like, but... <laughs> See, then it's okay, then. No, it's not. It's a lot of money. <laughs> I get it. It's a lot of money. I get it. You're peeling off that amount of cash, but it's lasting you for a month. It'd be different if you're It's peeling... not a month. It's 20 days. It's <laughs> okay. barely it's over two weeks. Almost a month. It's almost three weeks. That's <laughs> almost, not a month. Almost. But the thing is, if, like, if you're peeling off 40 bucks a week... You know, then, okay, I could get where you're at. But no way, man. If it's lasting you that long, you get your money's worth. No. And less hangover. I literally think Starbucks is more important, Mm -hmm. and I spend less on Starbucks. Really? Yeah. Mm. So in my mind, it's not worth it. (laughs) And to me, $40 is dinner. Yeah. I I could get, we could bring dinner home. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, you're right. But then you have three weeks of sweet drink. No hangover. Really? How bad do you need just to drink? What do you mean time? no hangover? I, I feel like with like the more expensive vodkas or booze, you there's like less of a hangover. Mm. I have to put that to the test because it doesn't matter what it is. I think it's the amount that you drink is what causes it. Yeah, it doesn't matter how expensive or cheap it is. Now, okay, the uh, quality of hangover yes. I think is where you're okay, at. Okay, yes, the quality because you you're still getting hungover no matter what. Right, but they're if, not like, as bad. You remember? I don't know if you went through your Kentucky Deluxe phase. You know, you cheap ass. Uh, a liter cost me five dollars. Your hangover will be yeah. Oh, so bad, so bad. Yeah, Why'd you start stepping up, start drinking some good premium stuff. It's not. Isn't that so bad? Right. It's not as bad. A hangover on Lost Lake or Pig's Eye (laughs) is a lot different than a hangover on Stella Artois or Heineken or Bud Light. Like, they're just different hangovers. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's still hungover, but not as bad. When was the last time you were hungover, Sam? Mm. Man, it's been a while. I'm trying to think the last time I even got super drunk. I mean, it's been months. I would say probably three months ago. Patio like party. A, I was going to say, party. was it a work function? Yeah, okay. last patio party. Gimby? Saturday? Saturday. Uh, Halloween party. Halloween party. Uh, but I didn't get like... Saturday, so Friday night you had a patio, you had no, a, a Halloween no, okay, party? so it would be Sunday morning hangover. Saturday night is when I acquired said hangover, but woke up with it on, on Sunday. So yeah, yeah. Halloween party Saturday night. Uh, didn't go as hard as I did like the week before, you know, being oh, a right. fast How for sure. How many times are you hung over in a month? Uh, four to six. Good God, dude. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. I hate my life and this is where I'm at right now. But I'm okay. I'm accepting of it. Nonetheless. Are uh, you serious? Four to six times a month? Uh, let's see here. Friday, Saturday, and there's about four weeks. Yeah, so about every weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it is. But it's okay. Uh... Mine was the Monday, Tuesday morning after Labor Day. Okay. My wife and I, for some reason, we treat like the day before we go back to work as like, because we're grilling out or doing whatever, is that's football's on, whatever. It's like it's the weekend. Yes. It's like it's a Saturday. And we had, I don't even know how many Moscow mules and beer, and then like she can go to work the next day. Really? That bad? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I, to me, it doesn't, it's not fun, but I have some tricks I can do to get me through four hours of a show. Right. Some B12, Pedialyte, B12 is the magic pill, Mm -hmm. I think, Mm -hmm. at this age, to get me over a hangover. Absolutely. Plenty of water and B12 is is a way to go. If I can wake up in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. like about, if I got to be up at three, if I can wake up at like one or two Mm -hmm. and take 
uh, tension headache. This is a type of Advil that you can get at Target. Okay. Tension headache and uh, a B12. By the time I wake up, I may have like sour stomach, mm-hmm. but I can get, I can, no headache. I don't feel like I'm going to vomit and I can get through the show. Nice. I, I think the headache is the worst part of a hangover. Yeah. Oh, the, the sour stomach, is that, worse. yeah, that doesn't bother me any. It's that constant throbbing in your yeah. fucking head that's just yeah and i've taken advil and it doesn't work for some reason this tension headache and maybe there's others like this i just know the target brand mm-hmm. is where i find this and it's got a, just a small amount of caffeine in it hmm. to open up your capillaries mm-hmm. and uh the, enough advil it's like the perfect mix and it works perfect I'm made for, for hangover headaches huh yeah it's called tension headache Target. Target, Target yeah. brand. Target brand, whatever their store Whatever their aspirin is. is, you just find yeah. the tension headache and yeah. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind then for sure. Yeah. And Gatorade. And usually if you can have like a sub sandwich always is beneficial too. All that bread, suck up uh, that booze. Yeah, well, anything food <laughs> for that fact. I get where you're at. You know, a, a good Jersey Mike's or something. Yeah. Like that, well, it's to push it through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really what we're talking about. Yuck. It's like, it's like if good. you're trying to flatten out something in a book and you stack a bunch of stuff on top of it. Yeah. Smooth it out. It's kind of the same. <laughs> I don't have any like hangover tricks that I know. Like I, there's not a one thing I always go to to make it feel better. Just throw everything at it. <laughs> you just kind of like lay in misery and yeah. And around. I pretty much now because I'm old. Before I would be hungover for one day, and now I'm at least hungover for two. I'm telling you, you got to try the B12 thing. Yeah, it works every time. It's a natural energy vitamin. Yeah, yeah. I t- like last night we had a remote. I took one before we went to that. When it, I do does fights, it you on not a Friday sleeping? night. No, no. Because it's not like caffeine and it's not like meth or anything like that where, I mean, it yeah. just absorbs into your body like a natural vitamin would. Yes. And it, it, it you pass it in an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got you. So to me, it's more of just to get me started. Mm-hmm. And like if I do the fights, I'll take one before the fights. The downside of B12, and this is actually a benefit for the hangover, is you urinate like crazy. Yeah. Oh, and then that helps to get you, it out of your system. Yeah, but you've got to drink a ton of water with it. Well, then is it the B12 or the water making you pee? Yes. <laughs> it oh. is. And I, this is going to be totally lame, and maybe Gimpy's done this. Green smoothies, too, make a huge difference. <laughs> green like juice? The, you think yeah. I've ever had a green smoothie? No, I, I was being sarcastic. Like, th- they literally do. Yeah, green juice is something I normally get. I Making them. I don't think mm. buying them is, but Ooh. making them. I don't make shit. I know you don't. <laughs> I, I know you make- don't. Orders. Right. I make the pickup. It counts. Right. <laughs> Sam Sam has this. Can we tell a story about you? The the Was it meal train? Oh, uh, yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was doing this nice thing for people that had a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing called meal train. It's apparently a website you can go on and organize who's taking food on what days. Oh, that's neat. And so Sam signed up for a day. But they gave all these stipulations of, like, what you can do. What do you mean? Well, well there's, like, options of what, what they want. And, like, they didn't have it. But, like, you could be like, I have nut allergy. I don't like oh, this. Oh, okay. I'm whatever. I, don't, I hate this kind of food. I want this specific kind they of food or whatever. They wanted homemade food. Yes. They, yes. Mm-hmm. They gave us stipulations. They didn't want you to go pick up, you know, a See, tray of uh, lasagna from Zio's. Right. That's a, okay, that's the thing. That is not, it wasn't, like, written down. But that's what was expected. 
I felt like. It's fucking free food. You shouldn't be too choosy. Again. But listen what our girl did, because uh, I love it. I love it. Again, they did, it wasn't like written down that you mm-hmm. know no store-bought food. It, that's not, they didn't say that, but that was the vibe I got from, or that from talking to other people that had signed up for it and like what everybody else had signed up to do. When you oh, say, so you're saying it was more like a keep up with the Joneses type of thing. Like you heard, you thought you had to do what everyone else was doing. Yeah, but not that I wanted to be equally as impressive as anybody else. I just felt like I couldn't just go get them Burger King and drop it off. Okay. Like I felt like it had to be Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, no, you're bringing up an interesting point. If you're taking food to someone Mm -hmm. for like they had a sick, somebody died sick, had a baby, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can't take a sack of burgers. Why not? Because that's not what's expected. You've got to take like a meal, like not fast food. The Mm -hmm. idea is that they're having some sort of like food that isn't. Burgers, okay. like it's sustainable that they can warm up. Or yeah, that will last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, okay. Right, like a thing of Alfredo, mm-hmm. or um, a, a thing of I don't know fajitas or something. Right, right. something that's not fast and actual. I, that we will say that they can have more, like an right, use it for right. lunch and dinner, or if gotcha. there's more people okay. over helping or whatever. Right, is the I couldn't idea. go to Taco Bell and get a you a know suitcase of tacos, pack yeah, of burritos. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Man. Okay. So it counts. So she, so she thinks, you're right, it does. So she's under the impression she's got to make something homemade. Right. <laughs> so listen what she does. All right. I mean, it's still technically homemade. It's not homemade. It's homemade it's, because I did make it at you home. You took it home and play, put it together. You missed out on this. Prepared it. Or prepared it. No, I, no, but that would have been fucking brilliant. <laughs> Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. orange chicken. Okay. Take, take it out of the bag. Put the chicken in the oven, 400 degrees, 22 minutes. They have the sauce in there, and then you put it in the thing, shake it up, boom, orange chicken. And then I got the fried rice that comes with it, and then put that in the frying pan and just warm it up because you don't even need to fry it. It's already fried. And then you put it in the Tupperware orange chicken next to the fried rice, and there you go. So uh, it's it's like one chicken. of those meal in a bags or whatever. Yes, right? Bertolli's or whatever yeah, those are. Th- that counts. Yeah. That counts. Not it's as not a making it's not from homemade. scratch. It's, it's not homemade. It's homemade. That's homemade. No, it's I'm not saying. homemade. You made no, it at your house. You warmed it up at home. <laughs> Somebody else. You warmed yeah. it up I at home. I put it in my oven. I had to then mix the chicken Fine. with the orange sauce. That works, man. That works. It's making soup as making, like, we're doing ramen's making soup. Like, you are not making. It doesn't matter, bro. You're still, you're not ordering, you're not getting it from a window. Right. And taking it somewhere. It's yeah. not coming in a, a brown bag or yeah. something I like that. I had to dirty no. my dishes and put yeah. it in Tupperware. Yeah. yeah. This, uh, first of all, that it doesn't counts. come in a brown bag. It comes in something far worse that's been in a freezer for God knows how long. Yeah, that's true. I got you, Sam. I got you. I'd have done the same thing. I, I would have done second. I know. Listen, I, I, it's it's baking. It's like baking. You're dunking Heinz. Like right, you're baking. You're right, not a right, baker. Right, right. You're not making it from scratch. But you did take time to make it. You took time to prepare it. You took time to heat it up yourself. You didn't prepare it. It counts. You just heated it up, motherfucker. You put it in a pan and you, you turn the fire that's on. That's heating it up. You stirred that shit up. That's heating it. You, you just prepared. chose a different vessel than the microwave. Like you, you literally are doing the same. Whether you microwave and put it in the oven, you're just warm. It up. You Ooh. could have fucking given them a frozen bag of shit. Just the food itself. Here you well, go. That's not warming it up. it up. I'm, I'm just saying you didn't cook. You just warmed up. But you, I dirtied two it. dishes because I warmed one up in the oven and mm. then I warmed the other one up on the stovetop and you know put it in the skillet yeah. and did the shaky thing. It counts. <laughs> it totally no, counts. It's not cooking. 100 counts. 
<laughs> Don't worry about what anybody else says, Sam. You just but, keep doing your. No, listen to what meals. I'm saying. <laughs> the, the meal train is like so brilliant. Next time anybody goes through like a tragedy or something that I know, either someone dies or they have kids, mm-hmm. whatever. That's what I'm going to offer to like, hey, should I organize this meal train thing for you? Because uh, it really helped my friends. They Damn, said it was I've like never heard of this important. service. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, interesting. I think that's very, it's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea. I've told my wife about it and they've used it twice at her work. Oh, really? No mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. I wouldn't, well, I guess there's been nobody here that's like had, I guess, a big death in their family of like, oh, how, how should we take care of that person? Mm-hmm. I mean, usually it's, we get an email at like five, hey, we're going to put something together tomorrow and take it at 10. And you're like, when am I supposed to go do that? Right. Yeah, that's true. And then they're like, the morning people don't do anything. You're like, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with that. (laughs) I think it's nice to play part and participate in the office. (laughs) Yeah, but you got to give us a chance to slide in there, friend. For real, for real. Do I send you an email at 7 o'clock at night and ask you to come back to the station (laughs) to sign a card? No? (laughs) Uh, All right, so... We've got our toy drive coming up in about a month, about 40 days, I think, maybe a little bit less than that. Mm -hmm. And so here's what's going to happen. If you've never been a part of it, we do this toy drive down the street at La Fortune Golf Course in the clubhouse. You bring a new unwrapped toy. It all goes to the kids in Northeast Oklahoma. The Marines take care of all that for us. And if you bring 10 toys, we'll talk to you. We'll say thank you. If you bring 20 toys, we'll sit down and talk to you about your business on the air. Nice. So start collecting around the office now. We would love to be able to make you guys uh, highlighted. If you're a podcaster and you bring a toy, we want to know that specifically so we can say thank you uh, because uh, the podcast is kind of blowing up into this thing that is uh, almost like becoming a separate entity from the show. But uh, we are so appreciative of you guys. Again, the toy drive is December 6th. Fourth and fifth. Fourth and fifth. Fourth and, fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, at La Fortune Golf Course and Clubhouse. So start collecting toys or talking to your people in your office about getting some stuff together. And then see, you can your boss, you can be like, hey, I'm going to go deliver it. And you can get out of the office for a little bit. There you go. And it helps local kids in green country. So you're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can get out here. of the office. <laughs> That's the key thing. Getting out of that cubicle for a little bit. Uh, you guys have a great. Oh, wait. I'm sorry, Sam. I didn't want to play oh, that. Hold on. She wants the unedited. Hori song. Yeah. It is a very song. In the future, song. if you have an unedited version you want to play, make sure you let me know so I, I don't want to misrepresent. stuck in your head. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I was paying attention. Okay, wow. wow. All right. How about that? Uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. Go ahead. Do that. Bye-bye. Bye.